Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome to the recording of the last TNG, I guess, piece of material we'll ever record, which is a total bummer. It is, uh, it is Nemesis. My name is... Uh, we're joined by Dennis and Anton and Ben and Jenny, and I'm Bob. Hi. And, um, Hi. I, I wish we were recording this last night as I was watching the film. Because I, I had a lot of feelings, and I think I still think I still think I have a lot of feelings about. I think you meant I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> you have a lot of bad feelings about a lot of bad things. I'm I feel conflicted. I'm conflicted about this film, and like right. I don't know if this should be more of an intervention about being conflicted, and I should just hate it. Or, like, it's okay to be conflicted about it? Like, I don't know how to feel, man. Like, does that make sense? I think it's okay to be conflicted. I, I feel very conflicted about this movie. Now, why do you, now, now, tell me, Jenny, why do you feel conflicted about this film? Uh, okay. For one, you know, every movie that we've watched so far, we felt like it was a long episode. And this one kind of didn't. Like, of all the TNG movies, this was, like, the least episode-y by far. Okay. But there was still so much wrong with it. And I really wanted to like it, but there was just... They just kind of fucked it up in a lot of ways. Like, I'm gonna, Yeah, I totally agree. Like, 100%. Um, and I, I don't think my brain could have put it better than the way you just laid it down. Like, <laughs> no, really. That, I was trying to search for, like, you know, what exactly was wrong with it, and I think that's totally it. It's not a bloated episode, but there's pieces of these characters that we see in the episodes that just feel wrong or like weighted. Like to me, everybody just felt tired of doing this, you know? Yeah. Brent Spider because he had two parts. Maybe he was very happy. He was, and he got, he had story credit on this film. Yeah. Like, well, his, his story idea was let's have two of me. I could use another check. Well, no, I think his actually his story idea was let's kill my character off, please for the love of God let's kill my character because he was to the point he's like androids don't get fat I'm getting fat okay can can we please end this but before I die I must sing yes let me do an Irving Berlin number really fast. Uh, yeah and here's my thing Worf doesn't know Gilbert and Sullivan but he fucking knows Irving Berlin. Well, think about how many times Worf has heard him sing that shit. He's probably heard it countless times. That's why he just puts his head on the table and he's fucking done. Like, and also in uh, Soviet Russia. <laughs> well, that's true. Fair, fair point. Fair I'm, I'm dreaming of White Christmas. <laughs> just white Christmas. White Christmas dreams of you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, like, the, the movie itself, like, it starts off, I mean, guns blazing, like, just, is, now, let me ask you a question, because I'm not so sure about this, is this the first time we've ever seen Romulus on film? No, 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 we've gone to Romulus, uh, to the Imper Imperial Senate, yeah, on uh, TNG. I don't remember that at the all, Spock, but... The Spock episode. Was the floor the same? 
the fancy like mappy floor was that Dude, because like Romulus oh, is, I mean, yeah. I don't understand why these people are so angry. Like this is a beautiful place. Like it's, <laughs> it looks like I felt like a lot of the set designs were borrowed from, uh, um, Peter Jackson and from, it, um, it, it had a Lord of the Rings vibe. Like the yep. way it was kind of like that, like a, a kind of city built on itself almost. It was, it was yeah. like a perfect circle. Like it was a beautiful place. I was like, wow, why are these guys so fucking grumpy all the time? Okay. It's, well, it's amazing. That exterior shot was almost exactly like the one we saw in TNG. Okay. The in, we never saw the interior of the chamber though. Okay, like with the big map floor and everything. Yeah, because that was beautiful too, man. Like, yeah, awesome. the, the Romulan architects—they're good at making buildings and shoulder pads, and that's what they do, Jack. Like, <laughs> that is their shit. <laughs> you got I mean, for real. The uh, Romulans are an offshoot of the Vulcans. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're from like two thousand years ago when the uh, teachings of Surak were spreading and they didn't want any of that logic bullshit. They wanted to stay violent. So they went out into space, which brings up another interesting thing that I'd never really thought about until I watched it this week again, because I've only seen this a couple of times. It's, it's by far my least favorite TNG, but um, the Remans are like native to that solar system. Okay. The Romulans showed up 2000 years ago with you know Vulcan space technology, and just said, yo, dude, we in town now. This oh, is ours. So they they gentrified it. They gentrified it. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, okay. They, so they 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 Romulan it up. They said, okay, we're gonna take over all this shit, and sorry, you guys are out. Yeah, they started putting in you know like the little town centers around, and it was like Whole Foods. They started making the Remans wear shoulder pads. Yeah, like yeah, hey, yeah. put on some shoulder pads. Like I don't want. I have broad shoulders. Like no, you're wearing shoulder pads, but it looks silly. It looks like I have on two pairs of shoulder pads. Like no, no, shoulder pads, and everything must point to your genital. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I just like. And then uh, I guess they're having like a, a, an internal battle because, you know, the one thing we do know about Romulans is they're treacherous. They're, yes. they're backstabby. I don't know if that's a word, but I just, I just coined a phrase there. They're backstabby. Sure. Um, their favorite OJ song is clearly backstabbers. Like that's just what <laughs> like they like to, they like to do that kind of stuff. And then, so as they're backstabbing one lady, just kind of, she totally pulls a terrorist move and just leaves her, package unattended at the meeting yeah. and just jets yeah yeah he's like oh hold on i gotta go take a poop and like well shouldn't you, shouldn't you take this orb with you like no 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 yeah, i'll be right back i'll be right there I, it's i'm recording what's happening here this is a recording orb and she's like no but i mean george costanza leaving the uh suitcase yeah she she left the recorder behind and then all of a sudden everybody's dead and the way they died was awesome Oh, it was fantastic. They looked like vampires melting in sunlight. It was yeah, pretty cool. it was real, like pillars of ash, and then they tumbled over. It was really right. cool. I, I don't know. Like, oh, like the, the cloying at the chest. Oh, it's badass. I think it was it's the same, uh, the same special effect from Blade. Is like, it? Uh, vampires, they like... Yeah, yeah. No. I have, to, I have to watch that part again, because, like, uh, you know, I've never... Se- I'm not going to lie to you. I've never seen Nemesis, and part of me is because I didn't want it to end... If that makes sense, like if I never saw a Nemesis, TNG would never end. And then the fa- and, and then and then the fact because I don't like the finality of it all. Like I don't want to yeah. see that. And then um, 
I've also heard that it's awful. So this thing started it off. Uh, this thing started off, and I was like, <laughs> I, I see. I don't like. I said, Manny, I'm conflicted about this. Well, it, go, it goes downhill from here. From there, <laughs> it goes down, after the first three minutes. It's all shit. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and then we go. I'm thinking to myself, this movie's awesome. Like this is how it starts. Like you know, she she leaves a stink bomb and everybody dies. And <laughs> like we, we just witnessed in the first four minutes of this film, like uh, a coup d'état of Romulus. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Like wow. By crop dusting. By crop, yeah, dusting. crop dusting. She yeah. farted in an orb and then left it there and then oh, left God. the room. <laughs> killed everybody. And killed and and crop She killed everybody. <laughs> it was awesome. Yep. And the special effects were surprisingly decent yeah. for this scene. Mm-hmm. For this scene, yes. And then the <laughs> next, the, the, the next scene we have is a wedding. Yep. And married. They got married. And yeah. I find it str- I, okay. I find it strange that Picard is the best man. Yeah, that was really weird. I find it strange that he's trying to be funny. I thought he was. I thought he was shit faced, like out of his face. Yeah. He was just bombed off his ass because he's talking cash shit about people, and he's like, you know, well, I could have crushed that at any time, buddy, but I, <laughs> I didn't watch your sloppy seconds, bro. What about you, Wolf? Did you watch his sloppy seconds? Yes, you did. <laughs> you know, like he was. Bom- I think he was shit faced. Like he got a little hammered at this at this wedding. It's okay. Yeah, he even tells Data like, "Shut up." He's like, "Right." Oh, oh that was the best part of the film for me. Like Shut that time. Whatever the whatever my rating is at the end, it automatically goes up like plus two for that. <laughs> he told Dana to shut up. I was like, that's perfect. Like I was hoping they just would have turned him off right there. That'd have been Wesley on the cutting room floor. Yeah, which is even, but that's a plus. That's a half right there. Yeah, why is Wesley in this? Well, movie? he was at the end of the table next to uh, Beverly, but they cut him. Oh yeah, but you can still see him in the long shots. Yeah, but they, but I mean, I don't. Have, but you know what? If Wesley is better seen than heard because you're like, hey, look, it's Wesley. Cool, he's not there. Better yeah, barely you, seen. Well, yeah, but you don't have any <laughs> idea. Uh, last time we saw him, didn't he leave with the traveler with the Native American? I, I heard. Oh like, yeah, I heard they, they broke up, and that was like a phase. Like you know, when some chicks go to college and they have like a black guy phase because they're like, yeah. a rebel or like a lesbo phase. Like this was her phase. Like. Wesley was like, I'm leaving school, mom. I'm totally going to go be the traveler's boyfriend. and like, Assistant. <laughs> we're going to love each other forever. And it's going to be really great. And like, I, I'm so excited to learn new things. About- he, you know what? That's what you would have seen at the Bernie Sanders rally. Just a bunch of Wesleys. <laughs> Just a bunch of Wesleys. Like talking about the traveler being so awesome and like it's gonna be great. And That's probably gonna... pretty accurate. <laughs> actually, yeah. I, I was in line out front for a while, and that is actually pretty accurate to what I saw. A bunch of twenty somethings with their gauged ears, yeah, and their hipster beards. All right, old man. And I, I mean, you know what? I bet <laughs> half of those fuckers don't even know what day to vote. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Oh, they, thought they, were doing. they thought they were going to vote. We're going yeah. to vote today. <laughs> and we've expended so much energy by getting them out today. Right. They ain't coming back. No. no. I thought that was it. Like, I, thought I got my e-ticket. I thought I was good, right? Yeah, like, I, I got the thing. I got the barcode to get in. Is that? Th- that's my vote, right? Is that the vote? Like, like on Bernie's Facebook page. I for him to win. <laughs> oh man, is this gonna be like that goddamn cancer kid again? I, I liked his page, and he still died. And <laughs> that, and now Bernie's not gonna win. I liked his page. Dad, why are you saying that? Come on, Zuckerberg. 
<laughs> but yeah, so again, Wesley went through a phase where he dated a traveler, then they broke up, and then he had to come home, and his mom was like, oh, I mean, fine. He just it, aged out with the traveler. Trevor's like, too old now. <laughs> I'm so, your butthole is no longer young and tight. <laughs> Good Goodbye. Twice. Look at my weird fingers. Goodbye. Goodbye, Wesley. Goodbye. (laughs) I shall now seek Craigslist for a new twink. (laughs) You're just too hairy, Wesley. Just too hairy. I have to to go now. Uh, My my time traveling in your anus is over. (laughs) Return to your life back home with your mother. And he just starts fading away. (sighs) Oh, she's going to kill me. Yeah. Don't text, don't text me when you're drunk. Uh. <laughs> if anyone my is, service provider. <laughs> if anyone is interested, though, you can see the cut Wesley scenes. Uh, they not, are, no, no, I don't uh, care. Uh, okay. Like the only way that I would watch the cut Wesley scene is if like there was a sniper somewhere in the hills and they blew the back of his head out. It would have to be a snuff film. Yeah, it would have to yeah. be like or yeah. like or he's going up to give a speech about how awesome uh, number one is and he slips and like breaks his neck and dies and like shits all over himself and that would have been cool. I will say this though, Ben. I have uh, my Wesley closure now because I know that you know where the scenes are and where they can be found. So if at any point I have to know where it is, I can just get a hold of you and ask you what happened. Are they on the DVDs? I I don't know. Because I, I have I, I have the Blu-ray DVDs. Are they on that? I think I think it's like the uh, Wu Tang album. Like there's one <laughs> copy of it. <laughs> and I have it actually. And and you, and you know what? No one is looking for it. Not even yeah. Wesley. I don't think. <laughs> like there was a clause when I got it that any descendant of Gene Roddenberry or Wesley could steal it back or the actor, Bill Murray. <laughs> and I've left it out on the doorstep like, <laughs> for days at a time. I'm surprised it still plays. It's Free Star the- Tech Nemesis footage. Right yeah. here. You, you actually sent it back to Rod Roddenberry and it came returned to sender. Address <laughs> <laughs> unknown. <laughs> no such person. Because yeah. nobody cares. Like I'm good with Wesley. I don't need a Wesley closure. Yeah. Moment. You know what happened? God. You know what happened? Uh, he sucks. The end. Yeah, Wesley sucks. Bye. I need a, I need a guy named closure moment. Well, we we saw a guy named closure. Well, she was at the wedding. She's at the wedding. Yeah. She was serving drinks. That's what of I course, needed. Of course she was. Like she can't come as a guest. Like she can only come in. <laughs> a, a domestic, she can only come in a domestic capacity. What is that shit? Like she can't just hang out. Like oh, I got the invitation to the wedding. No, 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 no. no. I'm. I feel really weird about this, but this this was actually a service invitation. Like you can't work the wedding. Like I'm, I'm serving drinks. <laughs> Like I thought we were, I thought we were friends. No, no, no. You're the help, okay? Oh, Federation, we don't have money. You're not going to get paid. <laughs> that's some bullshit. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Do they even tip? I mean, yeah, twenty no. percent of nothing. <laughs> nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Yeah, great exposure. Great exposure. People come to ten four all. Oh yeah, people will see and they'll they'll see your hats and they'll buy your hats and then like you'll so totally. Your SD store will sell like crazy, man. People will be buying the shit out of them hats. I mean, think about it, man. That's the reason why she was wearing all those different hats. <laughs> My SD store. I'm telling you, she had a hot it, uh, eBay store. She's like, yo, man, I'll be selling all these hats. Oh, you like this one? Oh, you could get it on my eBay store, son. <laughs> on Pinterest. 
Yeah, I'll yeah, be pinning all the hot hats, yo. <laughs> <laughs> actually, there's some episodes, if you watch closely, when she turns her head, you can actually see her Pinterest URL across the back of the hat. Nice. Yeah. The one who gave uh, Aretha Franklin that hat for the inauguration for Obama's. <laughs> oh, I, I need I need a visual for that one. I'm not I'm not sure I remember what that hat. Was. All right. I was I was too busy thinking about the inauguration, and again, we did it famously on the old radio show. Did Barack Obama get laid that night? He had to have. Oh yeah. Did he knock? I mean, it's a long day, man. It's a lot of walking, a lot of dancing. They went to like. 17 parties like michelle she fine but she don't seem like the kind of girl that's gonna be just put out just because especially uh, got some presidential <laughs> head. That hat, that hat's awesome that's actually madonna's dress from the material girl video that's, <laughs> that's, that's the entire dress they just dyed it and stuck it on her head because how big aretha franklin yeah, is. that's how big her fat head is and that's how little madonna used to wear yeah. I remember that video used to give me a little bonus. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the wedding goes off without a hitch. Uh, Worf gets drunk or he wants to die because he's upset that he got invited because you shouldn't invite Worf. Yeah, of all people. And if you're going to invite Worf, Worf should be the best man because I always thought Worf and right, they had a rapport, right? They were, they were boys. Yeah, and the Eskimo brothers. You don't make your Eskimo brother the best man, though, do you? But then That's you, don't, the best but way. you either do that or you don't invite him, right? Yeah. Like you can't invite him because, I mean, he hit it. Like, he's like, fuck, fuck the bride. <laughs> yeah, but they can't just leave him out. Like, and he's the only person on the Enterprise, like, in the main crew that's not invited. That's pretty fun. But I think he's they, left would, on the bridge. they would understand why. Like, he had to watch the ship, you know? Somebody's got to watch this. Where is oh. the ship? Where is the ship? I, I think, oh, shit. <laughs> I think what's supposed to happen is that they're supposed to invite him, and then he's supposed to say, no, I'm busy that day. Oh, and, um. He sits back on the bridge. He he's missed like, the social oh. cues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, um, Alexander has a test we have to study for. We can't get a sitter. We Yeah, we can't. Yeah. Alexander is 17. No, we need a sitter for Alexander. Uh, he's too young, young. Too young. Isn't his future self watching him right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we need a sitter for the future self, too, because that future self, Alexander, is not very responsible, so... Yeah. I'm um, not going to be able to make it. I'd heard there are actually two reasons why Worf was so depressed. One was they didn't play the chicken dance. Very big on uh, <laughs> The other one, he wanted uh, the hustle, but they played the electric slide. Oh. Now, see, he seems more like a cha-cha slide dude to me. Maybe. Yeah. Or Macarena. To the left now, y'all. <laughs> I can see Worf Macarena. One time, one time. Do, do two times, two times. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. Everybody in the water. Everybody clap your honor. <laughs> 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 oh, man. That's a good wedding I heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was, I heard he was so ready to dance. 
He practiced the night before. Yeah, he was like, dude, I can't wait to do the cha-cha slide. And then he was like, what the fuck? And then he got, then he remembered that he banged the bride and was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Why am I even here? God, Double what like, the fuck. As soon as he walked over, yes. like, as soon Double, as he Double what the fuck. <laughs> Riker went right over to the band, to the DJ. It's like, all right, cross that off. Yeah, we're not, that off. That's the, I don't care how much Fuck money. He, I, don't know how, I don't care how much money or honor he promises to give you. <laughs> Do not play cha-cha slide. I'll give you 30 honors if you play cha-cha slide. <laughs> I will honor you 30 times after your death. <laughs> I'll play the song. Which will happen if you don't play the song. You will die. <laughs> I don't care how many bat lists he threatens you with, dude. Just don't play Cha Cha Slide. Everybody clap your hands. Clap your hands. Worf is a big, he likes to dance. Like, that's the thing. Like, honor and dancing. He likes honor and dancing. And you know what happened is. He probably went to an abandoned warehouse a la Kevin Bacon Footloose mm-hmm. and Honor danced off his frustration by not getting to marry. And he had the, uh, the uh, maniac uh, finish with the water splashing. Yeah, he did all that stuff. Splashing. That's why he was that's why he was so sad because the water scene they missed and he was like, God, that, that was the big finish. Like I was gonna be all wet and look hot in my white shirt. Yep. Didn't happen. With my peck sticking out, and all the chicks would have been like, wow, he's hot. He said, fuck it, I'm going to watch Fame tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Xanadu. I don't give a fuck. Xanadu. I got to (laughs) dance. With honor. (laughs) He's all about that Olivia Newton John on the Yeah, dude. He loves that shit. Anton's like, what the fuck is going on? Kelly's <laughs> the fuck going on. Oh, no, I have Photoshop open. <laughs> so, um, so, so the, the wedding goes off, I guess, pretty well. Everybody's happy. Everybody gets married. It works. Had a good right? time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Data, data sings. What's up? Yeah, da- oh, my God. Data singing was just awful. I was hoping he would have blown up right then because I know he dies. And I just kept much like watching uh, the new Star Trek or the Star Wars movie. I just kept when I watched the Star Wars movie, I just kept waiting for Luke to show up because I knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of when. So that first time I watched, I was like, where the fuck is he? Where the fuck is he? When I was watching this movie, I was just waiting for Data to explode. That's all. (laughs) When is it going to happen now? Now would be optimal. Let's do it right now. Blow him up. Blow him up. But now it didn't blow him up then. And. He never did. So many times he didn't blow up, I was so bummed out. That's how they get you to stick through the entire movie. Because you're just waiting for him to blow up. It's the same thing with the Luke Skywalker thing. You just keep, they keep you waiting, and that way you sit through more of the movie. Like, if he would have blown up, there could have been several times where he would have blown up and it would have been cool. I would have just shut it off and be like, all right, I'm good. That's it. Okay, we're picking up positronic signals. Oh, really? Mr. Data, beam down. Oh, wow. Oh, no, he's gone. Now we're picking up lots of positronic signals because they're all over the atmosphere because he done done blowed up. And that part was, I mean, like, they're picking up positronic signals on some faint planet. Neutral zone? Yeah, I mean, thousands of miles away. I mean, come on. It doesn't take a fucking genius to figure out what's happening here, dude. You know, it might be a trap. Uh, you know, we should check this out. I know we have to get you to your wedding. It, it's it's probably more Riker is like, look, man, whatever you do, 
just yeah. don't fucking take me to pain his head. I don't. I'm not doing it. Not, this is a shame to get me out of some relay. Sham <laughs> weddings. Uh, but then, and then like, I heard that the space station there. <laughs> Let's move it down. But then, like, even the scene where Worf is talking about being nude, like he was already nude in front of Waxana in the bath, in the mud bath. Yeah, He's right. naked. That's what I thought. She's I'm seen his two dicks. My clothes off. Yeah, like we've seen your two dicks, Worf. We all know what's going on. Yeah, but my two dicks. Uh, he's treating his pubes differently now. Like, <laughs> And so he's kind of embarrassed to show her that because she's expecting like a full bush. Yeah. Of course, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been like seven years since that happened, hasn't it? Yeah, but still, though, I mean, that's a dumb argument to bring up. Well, and no, I, I mean, he hasn't been following his calisthenic routine. No, he's, he's, body, he's, put on a, he's got some body issues going on, I think. Okay, all right. So, I, see I, still, what the, I still think he's pretty proud of his mane. Now, let me ask you this. If you had two dicks and two sets of balls and you had two sets of pubic hairs, would you shave them in differently? So, like, I was thinking you could shave one with the eyebrow up like that, so it looks like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it has to be a matched design okay you can't do like you know space on one and then you know like clean shaving on the other got, it has to be a, a matched set. so you'd need so like has, okay so you'd have like two landing strips yeah but you know what i would do is i'd circumcise one mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah for, for all my Uden girls yeah i would tell you i would shave one like this and the other one down, like no hair, and like I just have fun with it, like make fun patterns, like <laughs> like a yin yang symbol, you know, like startled, oh, because it would look like eyes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> you know, I do it like eyebrows. So, well, I mean, it really wouldn't work because as it is now, just the normal human one, it it could be proboscis. So having two. I'll have to do some sketches. We'll, okay, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I look, f- I look forward to those. I feel like braiding them together with like one of those beard rings, like the dwarves do, <laughs> might, might be kind of a cool way to go, too. You now, know? are you talking about the, the pubic hair or both penises? No, 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 the pubic hair. Like, <laughs> the balls could, yeah. with the little, like, exactly. braid it on you both sides. You've got two sets of pubic hair if you had, like, two days. But why couldn't you also do that with the penises? Like, wrap them together like an elaborate rope. By like the, uh, the the Blue Cross Blue Shield snakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's not bad. You know, or, like, or if you've got a chick who's maybe, you know, maybe she's got a big vag or something. Like what yeah. you do is you combine the power of the dicks and you tie them together. Like Wonder Twins. So it's like one big dick. And by braiding them together, you're her. making these giant bridges along the, for her pleasure. So Yeah, yeah right? Like okay. it's It's like getting... It's like getting fucked by a collar loaf. Yeah, it would be awesome. Like, I imagine, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that'd be intense, bro. Wasn't there a He-Man toy like that where you can combine, like, two swords of power together? To make yeah. You put, of power? If you took uh, Skeletor's sword and you took that uh, sounds so gay. sword. And you took the sword of Grace Soul, right? Yeah, you put, yeah, them, you put them together. Yeah, yeah you come back. One power. Yeah. yeah. Because one had a... By your docking combined. Get over here, Battle Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I really think we've been looking at this two-dick thing wrong because we've looked at them at separate entities. Like, we need to combine their might, right? Yeah. Like, it's Dude. like you... 
Go ahead, Ben. I'm sorry. That's possibly what they do then as part of the erectile function is that as they become more erect, they become more entwined. Oh. Massive, powerful Klingon peni. So, so no. Kli- Klingon penis and D&D parties are similar. Don't break up the party. Keep them together. Keep yes. them together. Keep them together. Strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. We've been going about this all wrong. That's right. Oh, it's much like how it's easy to break one stick, but it's hard to break a faggot. What? <laughs> technically, ben, ben, there's no place for that here. Come on, seriously. Technically, and if that kind of racial hatred is going to come out, it's got to be from Manny. Yeah, come on, Ben. Seriously, yes. there's nothing racial about that. I know, but he's he's right there. That's what many sticks together is called. <laughs> a bundle of sticks. A bundle of sticks. A bundle of sticks. But yeah, I mean, well, a that's bundle a, of dicks would be harder. <laughs> than yes. yes, like yes. you know, like if you. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, we've been going about this all wrong. Yeah. Like maybe powers combined. Maybe I feel good. Like I feel like we have closure on the dual dicks now. That makes maybe me, maybe yeah. Worf. Maybe Worf just put his two dicks together, and he feels weird about it because he doesn't want to be judged. You know, well, he he grew up with humans. He didn't know that this was a Klingon thing to do. Yeah. Now that it's naturally happened. He's having these confused feelings. So do you think there's story somewhere of Kalis talking about combining his two dicks into one mighty dick? Well, that's what that wrestling thing was. The homoerotic <laughs> wrestling match. They was, uh, one of Kalis's dicks. Yes. He was trying to teach Mog how to combine and braid his dick. You know there's got to be like two or three operas. Will they not like braid <laughs> together? No, no, no. That's where if there are two sets of dicks yeah. that they become ultimate weak. It, it, the Klingon docking it is, is like doing calculus. I mean, yeah. There's levels of... Yeah, it's like docking with a space station. Yeah. It, it's amazing. And a basket weave, like a lattice pattern or something. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like, remember when the Chinese and Japanese used to bind women's feet? Ooh, this is along the same lines, except you're tying dicks together. Binding cucks. After some simple rubbing gestures, you then pull apart quickly, and the friction and, and the vibrations just instant orgasm. This is going to come soon. And it could kill a woman, like it could. Like there, yeah. have been, there have been reports of bitches just being split open, like a yep. tree trunk yep. being struck by lightning and the power of the dicks. <laughs> Dick lightning. When you guys watch DS9, you'll see more. I mean, and that's why grooming is so important. Yes. This is all explained on DS9. I think about fifth oh. The power of the dicks! I can't wait. I can't wait. How much time do you think we've spent on this show talking about the two-dick theory? Uh, uh, a little bit too long. <laughs> I would say Probably more than hours. Hours. But to be, to, to be fair, Ben brought it up. Yeah. I I don't think so. Yeah, I can yeah. find. I'll I'll, I'll find it. Not, you said it was like episode forty-eight. I have that downloaded. I just haven't had a chance to listen to it. Then you can't say it's true or false if you haven't listened to it, dummy. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to it, so I, I don't think it happened. I can't see any circumstance where I would bring this up as a viable theory of my own or that existed. Hang on. You do sound like you've been to a p- political rally today. Yeah, <laughs> I think Bobby might actually have a cue. I, I have a. Warp is like I told that bitch. Find them. 
he doesn't miss it. And C-3PO <laughs> is like, he's, he's really emotional. He's like a little oh, the robot from Lost in Space. Workings of it. He's lo- this is another case of data being unnecessarily robot-y. Oh, wow. <laughs> Even back then. <laughs> Dumbass. Holy shit. I made good points. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> People are dumb, so I prefer drinks. But because beer's not clear. He's like, they, they fermented tried- and everything. Well, no, I mean, to us or something. Romulan ale and... Oh, there's... <laughs> I like how I'm listening to a podcast while recording a podcast. The podcast section. It's like a flashback. Uh, very track. It's got the blood of warriors in it. It's yeah. so delicious. You get to shoot it and go, yeah, look futuristic. Right. If I would have known this would have come up, I would have talked about it. I would have found it. Here's the thing. Our next uh, series, after we finish all the stuff. I'm going to find it. I'm going befo- to, even if I have to leave for a little while and come back, I'm going to find because I feel like that's unnecessary to make people listen to an episode they may not have downloaded. <laughs> While they're listening to something that they did download, because it doesn't count on our download, so I'm not. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing is, after we finish all the Star Trek episodes, we'll go back and listen to and review Dork Trek episodes. <laughs> It'll be the, the commentary track. That's a really great idea. So we'll have like you know a career worth of. What we should do is yeah maybe um, illegally stream the the episodes online and then put our commentary track underneath. That's <laughs> so like watching like you know. There have been other uh, podcasts that do the thing with Netflix where they tell you to queue up their podcast, queue up the movie, they you know have the time yeah. to start, and then that way they don't have to license the, the movie. Yeah. So you're watching it on your own dime, but at the same time, you're providing, you know, the podcast is doing the commentary, so you listen to both. And it's you sync it up, if you will. Yeah. Brilliant. Synchronizations. As far as the like uh, riff tracks, kinda. Yeah. As far as like doing the uh, commentary track on a podcast, the uh, you talking you two to me, they did that, where they played their first episode and then did ah! a commentary track for that. Dennis, stop! Oh, oh shit! Breaking news! Backlight in. Yeah, I was wondering really who he was. I don't know. I heard he was going. It's like his lava lamp was on. That's the only thing lighting yeah. the room. He was going to circumcise himself. <laughs> it was, it was the, the Klingon rite of circumcision that he has to do. Well, I guess you would want to sterilize the knife, so he puts it on the candle. He did. That's what I'm saying. So he was, oh. was performing the Klingon act of circumcision. Uh, the, the, second, talk. the second circumcision. <laughs> Well, you know, Klingons do have redundant systems. Yeah, I guess so, you know, two foreskins. No. <laughs> no, that was you, though. You were the one. Two foreskins. You know, and it's if not. you have two foreskins, you have two dicks. You do not. You have a foreskin. <laughs> we that, think it's got, like, the I never extra said layers. two dicks. I said no. two foreskins. You, you were the one that said, well, you know, Klingons have redundant systems. Redundant systems. Right, so you would have two foreskins. I think well, I'm right. it's got to belong to some dicks. <laughs> <laughs> well said, man. You <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Jesus. I never said there were two dicks. Okay, but do you dispute that Klingons have two dicks? Yes. You're wrong. Yes. You're totally Bill Clinton. I yeah. didn't have sexual intercourse with that woman. Yeah, this is I did like, not have sexual intercourse with that Klingon. He's like that senator who got caught in the Minneapolis bathroom, the airport bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I am not gay. I just have a wide <laughs> stance when I'm talking to Klingon. <laughs> I mean, I'm say you said it, so you at least put us on that track. Yes, you you planted the seed. Someone was uh, Dennis said something 
in there it's, about the. Then second, it said the second circumcision. That doesn't mean another penis. But that was, but that was prior to my saying redundant system. No. I, think, I think we have to listen back further. All right, all right we'll find yeah. it. We'll, we'll look around. We'll look around. But I, I mean, that's <laughs> that's pretty good evidence because I was just listening one day and I turned that episode on and I heard you mention well you know redundant what? systems and I went Ben's a motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know what, Ben? <laughs> We're sending you to the two dick phantom zone. <laughs> no. <laughs> two dicks. No. Just two dicks. No. I mean, yes. No. No waiting. <laughs> All right. So let's get. So Nemesis. Um, we haven't even got past the wedding. Wait, no, we, is, no, we did. We're, we're then being nude. Like Warp's being nude because we, then we were talking about the threading. Yeah. Right. You don't want to and then they found the pings, the the positronic systems or whatever, so they go yeah. check it out and um in the doom buggy. In the doom well first the doom they have, first they have a cool rocket ship and then they have a cool dune buggy. Yeah. Um and if you watch the dune buggy scene, because I watched it like six times in a row, I'm pretty sure the data stunt double has a mustache. Like <laughs> it's the worst stunt double ever. Like you see a guy when they first come out and they bust that turn, data's stunt double has a mustache. Like he's just oh. like Hey, what's up? Well, I'm dead. I'm, like, I'm a robot. So they didn't even do like a Cesar Romero. No, it was if Joker and paint over it. It, it could have been around it. It might have been me wanting it to be there, or, or or an optical illusion from the light bouncing off of the hood of the machine. But it looked like they, the guy Data Stunt Double had a mustache. Like it was, it was awesome. Wow. Now was Picard's stunt double at least bald? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. I didn't even notice Picard's stunt double because I was like, "Is that fucking guy have a mustache?" <laughs> yeah, it was really awesome. It, it reminded me of that scene in "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker." When uh, when, not, is it "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker" or is it "Yes, I'm Gonna Get You, yeah. Sucker"? When uh, when when his mom goes into the uh, restaurant and beats up the guys, and it's just a white guy and a mustache and an afro. It was awesome. <laughs> And then, uh, then they go find the pieces, and the hand reaches out of the ground and grabs Worf's legs. So I got to tell what you, the hell? he kind of punked out. Like yeah. Worf, he was kind of a bitch about it. To to be a mighty yeah. warrior, that was kind of a I don't know. He's not good with haunted houses and things like that. No, he's not good in haunted houses. He almost had like a Ned Flanders scream, like you know how Ned Flanders screams like a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe. He's Maybe he's right. a Doctor Who fan and he saw the episode with the hand mines. Yeah. Could be. Well, if he had, he'd known he should stay still because yeah. the worst thing you can do is move. Then I'll touch you some more. And I will say there were some good there were some good one-liners like when uh, uh, Data looks at the arm and go, this is an arm. And Worf goes, obvious. Very astute. Yeah. I, would, I was just hoping he would have said, shithead after. <laughs> no Very astute. That was, that was Michael Dorn. Yeah. It would have been great if he would have said, no shit, Sherlock, and the data had a Sherlock hat on magically in his pipe. <laughs> and that could have been the end of the series right there. <laughs> Jerry Goldsmith gets another check. Yep. Um, so they find pieces of a, of a data all over the place. Now, like, How? Yeah, Does, they didn't seem curious enough about why there was a data scattered across this desert. Yeah, like they were just happy to find it. Yeah, I mean, like when we found lore, 
there was an explanation because it was in Dr. Sung's old lab. Right. You know, and they open up the, the freezer and there's a, a spare data. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. In case of emergency, break this glass. <laughs> and since it was where data came from, it was like, okay, yeah. Like if I go to the Ford factory and I find Ford pieces, I don't get shocked, right? right. Yeah. But if I go in my backyard and there's Ford pieces scattered around. It will, if you go back in your backyard and there's a car built, it's like, I don't know what, what the fuck? <laughs> Well, yeah, well, I don't know though because, like, just think about it. Because uh, Sung built like a robot of his wife, yes, that was still alive and met data and everything like that. So he could have built another, you know, robot data or whatever. That well, no, no, it's not a question of it. I just I don't have a problem with there being another one. I do. Ugh, that's three <laughs> of them, right? But it's just why they just didn't seem concerned enough that this thing is just. If they'd found lore like that, I mean, why didn't they think it was lore? It's like, hey, did we do a lore check? Yeah, why didn't they think it was lore? Like, that would have been my immediate, hey, lore's blown up. We've killed him before. Yeah. He came back. Well, didn't they say that, like, it's uh, positronic net wasn't as well-developed as data's? So that was kind of rule out. So there's a slow, so wouldn't it be even more strange that there's just a slow data wandering around somewhere, (laughs) you know, bothering (laughs) clerks at Walmart or something? And that's why talking <laughs> talking a little too much at their job as a greeter. Hi, welcome. Dial up. <laughs> Hi, I'm dial up. I'm a little. <laughs> that that's why he uh, he was in pieces. Is that he was walking around bothering the fuck out of people, just on and on and on. Have you seen my big brother? He is a smart robot, and he goes to many places. And he's very nice, and you can tell me about the bunnies and they. Just, Guys had enough of it. And they killed him. They raped him first, though. I think. Oh yeah. Oh, well, yeah. it's, it's Actually, only right. They, they disassembled him, then they raped him. It, yeah. That way, you can get torso sex. Yeah. Well, you know, he was disassembled one... by rape. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Just exploded him. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards, though, you can still continue because you got the head, you got two arms, you got the yeah. legs. I mean, everybody can take it to their own. <laughs> and they seem to operate independently. So, like each person mm-hmm. could have a piece, and it keeps right. going. Right, can we trade? Because I want the feet now. This hand is kind of slippery. They do get clean very easily. Yes, they do. It just wipes right it's all off. Wiping off. It just wipes right off. <laughs> but it's better if you run the data pieces through the dishwasher. Just don't put it on the dry cycle. <laughs> but it, yeah, kind of warps it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let it air dry. My air yeah. dry. Always air yeah. dry. And then all of a sudden, uh, Mad Max breaks out. Yep. Right. In this pre-industrial society, they have dune buggies too. With with like machine guns on. Yeah. Yeah, they get the like, fifty cal set up. Like it's straight up like this is right off the lot of like Road Warrior, <laughs> like fucking garage sale like this is crazy like these fucking dudes just show up and just start blasting but they also happen to have the worst aim in the entire world they went to stormtrooper academy (laughs) these guys couldn't hit the broadside of a fucking bar they couldn't hit water if they fell out of a fucking boat it was uh, because at one point like these this this other doom buggy is chasing the the Picard doom buggy and it is right on top of them mm-hmm. and they can't hit him. It's like that scene in the Naked Gun where they're shooting at each other and they're yeah, both like, behind this <laughs> one trash can. Trash can. Yeah, like it's unbelievable. Like what's happening here? 
Well, see, they were distracted because they all had their iPhones listening to the Tina Turner soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we, we don't awesome need show. another hero. <laughs> we don't need to know the way home. The first half of that movie is awesome. Second half, I don't get. Like, not so much. The children and the airplane. <laughs> well, that's because originally it was supposed to be two movies. And um, the second movie was actually filmed uh, because he was trying to make, Miller was trying to make a, George, a Lord of the Flies style like, movie. And they told him, we need to do another Mad Max. And he was like, I don't want to do another Mad Max. Like, I'm doing my Lord of the Flies movie right now. And they said, no, you got to shoehorn Mad Max in there. So that's why the second half is all the kids and all that stuff because yeah. it was movies that they forced them to to lump together. Well, it's yeah. literally like they did just like they took them together, just pasted them, and said, "All right, here you go." Because it's, it's literally like two it's two films, but they don't <laughs> intertwine very well, uh, not at all. Was that why when they reassembled the, yeah. the data robot thing later in the movie, its first words were, "Who runs Barter Town?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, I have the conch shell. I'm, I'm, I'm really confused here. It's great that we have all the uh, the Mad Max references because Tom Hardy shows up in a bit. Yeah. And he's Mad Max. And he is Mad I Max. I haven't seen that one yet. I want to say, I've heard it's great. Oh, it's the best. It's I've seen it. <laughs> like, like no, no fooling, no exaggeration. I've probably seen that movie at least like 30 times, if not more. Like, we watch it you all should, the time. You should, I love you, it. you should get out more. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a Netflix subscription? I do. I do. I just really yeah, love that movie and watch a lot. Stuff. It's check out Colchak. It's really good. You know, I, I, I watch those as well. They're really good. What'd you say, Dennis? Dennis, you're really low tonight. Oh, really? Oh, I said mix in some red tube every now and then. You know, some red tube. <laughs> There's some Mad Maxes in there. Mm, some Furiosas. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna look this up later. But, um, but yeah, uh, Mad, Max, <laughs> Mad Max shows up and then Data has his, his remote control plane and they get, they get the hell out of there, which is kind of yeah. cool. And now they have a new Data who's just as annoying, if not more so than the original Data. Yeah, he's so, so the Data has at least been improved somehow, I guess. Right. From before. Slow, slow Data is way worse than singing Data. Yeah, Slow Data is way worse than first season Data. He has that dumb data look on his face. He's just like, hmm? yeah, yeah. Why? <laughs> I'm up from Night Court. <laughs> I tell you what, Judge, we just going out there. I was a robot, and they just tore me apart. Did you see that, Judge? <laughs> Harry, I tell you what. Okay, shut up before. It's just really before. That's just, and the name is even stupid. It's a dumb name. Yeah, like before I hated you. Why, why would you? Name- <laughs> Why would you name something before if it's the first one? Thank you. He's not a fucking prequel. He's not like Star He's Wars like, Episode One. Yeah, I, <laughs> well, actually, he kind of is. <laughs> you see that? Oh man! <laughs> it's it's like what the hell's going on with this thing? Why would you name him before? I just hate it. Like I and then the Farl. <laughs> Good. Call. Red. I mean, anything. It's like, why does everything? Oh, would have been kind of great. I would have been hey, good with What's Carl. up, Carl? <laughs> what's up, Carl? 
And then you know, and you know, and you know, Riker would just call him Hot Carl all the time. Right. Hey, Hot Carl, what's up, Hot Carl? <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, Hot mm. Carl. <laughs> that means someone pooped on you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Hot Carl. <laughs> I really, I really wish I had something to put my leg up on right now, Hot Carl. Hot Carl, coming through. Hey, Hot Carl, why don't you get me a chair or something so I can put my leg up right now? That'd be awesome. Hey, hey, yeah. Why don't you just sit on the ground and let me put my leg up on you? Come on, Hot Carl. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to shit on you now. Hey, guys. Hey, check it out. Hot Carl. Yeah, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want. Say what you I really, I really go with it. Like, I'm just going to go. Like, that's it. I'm, get into it but yeah um so now there's another fucking data as this movie couldn't get more i'm <laughs> waiting i'm waiting for the first data to blow up and now i have another data that i have to deal with here maybe it's the whole thing like in time cop where you can't have the same matter in the same it's very state. strange that you were hoping that they would like, <laughs> Like by touching, they would implode. I've seen Time Cop, but I don't remember anything about he it. He was a cop. He's a cop. Time. He's a cop in time. <laughs> it's like a space cop, but in time. You gotta get cop in time. <laughs> you gotta do some copping in time. It's like Minority Report, except different. <laughs> Kinda. Did you write a bobsled in that movie? Travel back in time? I don't. I don't yes. remember. I've, it was I, a time slip. Who's the bad? Who's the bad guy? And is it Ron Silver? Yes. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember about time. <laughs> Ron What's Silver being. What's up? Yeah, it was Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. yeah, and like he was a cop in time. Like something happened in the future. So I don't fucking know, man. Like, I, it's, it's, I, don't know. I don't know. Like they made a TV show out of it. Anton, move your mic. Your mic cord is too far away because it's it. Yeah, move that a little closer to your face hole. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, it was too far away. Like, it was drifting like you're in fucking zero gravity. He's in space. <laughs> I'm like data floating through space. There you go. That's a lot better. Uh, <laughs> awesome. But, yeah. Um, yeah, all I remember about Tom Cop was there was, like, a washing machine and some electricity, and he did the splits. And I was like, oh, this is boring. <laughs> And this doesn't turn me on. <laughs> Wait, what, lying, what, Manny. what you guys talking about? Time cop on uh, broadcast recently? We were. Like, <laughs> I was just wondering if Ben was actually like keeping up with the recent episodes for once. No. But um, <laughs> yeah, like it was like fuck you. <laughs> That's but, what I expected. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking because this the whole I hated that movie because it brought into question my ability to do my lifelong fantasy of inventing time travel, going back through time. And sexuality. I can't hear you, Ben. You're too far away. You got to scoot up a little bit. <laughs> it's too chill. Yeah, you're too relaxed, man. Like you can't. Thumbs up a little bit, Ben. It's a vacation, bro. <laughs> I think I'm coming at it at a wrong angle. Is that better? That's what she said. Ah. <laughs> uh... When you have redundancy, you don't have that problem, though. See, that's no. It's the same place I was all night. And how's it anyway? Yeah. Right, so what I'm saying, though, is that traveling through time, hooking up with yourself, time yeah. brings that into question. Yeah. Because I got to answer the question, is it gay or is it masturbation? It's masturbation. It's, you know what? It's a little bit of both. That's what makes it, that's what makes it hot. I'd suck featured me. It's, it's forbidden. 
But then Time Cop says it's taboo. And I disagree with Time Cop. Okay, I disagree with Time Cop too. You know what? Let's never mention Time Cop ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was a good show about time. It's time we do a TNG podcast. No more Time Cop. Yeah, like, you know, (laughs) Quantum Leap. Time, Always. yeah. Time cop will die with us discussing TNG tonight, and that's it. Oh. But data lives on. <laughs> Fucking unfortunately, because we have two of them. Yeah, and, and you know where this was going when he started downloading his memories and that was the stupidest memory. fucking thing I've ever seen in yeah. TNG. Yeah, like, hey, let's give this thing that we don't know where it came from or what it is or what purpose it serves. Let's give it all a data's memory. Yeah, that's a yeah. great idea. Because last <laughs> time they found a, a robot that looked exactly like data, didn't turn out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, this is kind of an evil fuck. You know, I don't even think they watch the old shows. Like they just—they clearly don't. They don't remember. At this point, they all have a death wish anyway. So, <laughs> just kill me. I'm tired of playing Captain Picard. Maybe it was Picard's like long game. He was trying to get the ship to blow up a lot sooner in the movie. He's like, if I give the codes to this evil robot, <laughs> maybe we can blow up the ship. So it's like space nihilism. Just one of us is going to end it somehow. This might be the easiest way to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, number one, in space, nobody can hear you scream. <laughs> no one can hear us die a slow, painful death that this movie is becoming. <laughs> it's very it's very unlike Star Trek in the sense that, like, the talking parts are really bad, but the action scenes are fucking kick-ass. The action right. scenes are great. It's, like, bizarre. It's, like, this is the... I feel like this film is the 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 first JJ Abrams film. Yes. That's exactly what I thought when I saw the dune buggy scene. It's like, you know what, we're not gonna make a good Star Trek movie, but we're gonna fucking make the shit out of die hard in space. <laughs> we're gonna make a great Mad Max film with a bald guy. Right. <laughs> Because yeah. when I saw the dune buggy scene, I was like, this doesn't really fit with a Star Trek movie. But it was nope. killer. Yeah, but it was great. It was and something like, different. That's if we're sure. complaining that the Star Trek movies are too boring, they're sitting around staff meetings all the time still, like, this is improving it. Yeah. Well, so, even the aliens looked uh, looked more than just like, oh, let me put a little uh, nipple on your forehead or something. It was well, we, bat-faced rat monsters. Those well, they, they were very like Nosferatu. Yeah, yeah they like, weren't lurking in the shadows. I was yeah. born in darkness. It was it was very it was very much Nosferatu, which was cool because we haven't even got to Tom Hardy yet, and I guess that's where we're going. Yeah. So yeah all, of, all of a sudden, they get they they get invited to Romulus, so they have to go to Romulus, and they go to Romulus, and he brings his boarding party to Romulus, and it's really dark and kind of creepy. Don't forget about Janeway's uh, cameo. That's right, Janeway's in it. She's an admiral somehow. Like I don't well, get that. Okay, this is. Like, how does she outrank Picard? That doesn't make any fuck. You got lost for eight years. <laughs> well, <laughs> no supervision. They promote her when she comes back. Well, yep. yeah, but here's the thing is that it's like Picard, Picard has probably been offered admirals, you know, many times. But the thing he learned from Kirk, don't yeah. let them promote you. He took yeah. that advice. Stay the captain yeah. of the ship. So that somebody like Janeway, she's going to take the first admiral position she can get. She says, okay, if I take this admiral position, am I going to get lost in space for seven years? No? Okay, cool. I'll do it. Like, yeah, awesome. sure. Done. Like, bet. As yeah. a matter of fact, uh, do you think you could bring me like a rope and I can tie myself to the desk just to make sure I don't get lost in space? For seven years? <laughs> You'll have shore <laughs> duty. 
Like, seriously, I don't want to ever leave this room. <laughs> like, she has a work from home thing where she never leaves her apartment. It's just like, nope, I'm here. Never, I'm never. telecommuting. Yeah. But I, you know what would have been cooler? I would have been happier if it would have been like Admiral Cisco. Oh, that would have been cool. Well, not going to happen. I know, because he's black. <laughs> yeah. well, there's, I believe he was Janway's uh, janitor. I know. There's probably something that like we can't tell me, and that's fine. See, here's the thing, though, is that this is the last movie came on just after the end of DS9, if I'm not wrong. And this movie comes on the year after the end of uh, Voyager and during the first season of Enterprise. Dang. She got promoted that quickly? So, yeah, after she got back, there's a few months, and then she gets promotion. That's crazy. That's bullshit. That's a token promotion. It's like, hey, you lived all right. We told yeah. your we told your family you were dead. We paid for a funeral. Like we will give you a promotion, I guess. See, it's yeah. kind of weird for us. Sorry, to- it's it was a sorry we thought you were dead. Promotion. <laughs> <laughs> the way that we're watching these, it's it's you know we kind of jump around because when we start DS Nine next, yeah, we're gonna have to jump back to the fourth season of TNG, which is TNG. good because that's some good shit. Yeah, yeah. truth. Yeah. But um, um, so this is like we've had Jesus. What at this point? Since 87 to 92, so it's like 15 years of Star Trek by now. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And, I th- and, you know, and we, see, we finally get to the scene where, like, there's this little bald human guy walking around, and, like, he's being all Englishy sounding. And, yeah, I mean, it's fairly obvious what's happening. I mean, it yeah. doesn't take a fucking rocket science to figure it out. Like, this is Picard somehow, like, somehow, yeah. some way. But they do it. They- you could say, I feel exactly how you feel. Yeah, you could say I'm exactly you. You could say perhaps that I am a clone of you. But you, you could say, give us more hints, please. I said it. Who you, said it? Who's you talking? could say that my blood runs through your body and vice versa. But not in the gay Riker way. You could also say that. I am a clone of you. Did I say that? I said that one already. Okay, okay. <laughs> and into the fire ride. I get confused sometimes. Who's cloning who here? And like they leave him in the dark too. Everybody fucking gets it. We all know. Like just yeah, no, it's a bald dude. Yeah, it's a bald, it's a bald English guy. Who else is it gonna be? <laughs> like honestly, have we come across another bald English guy in seven years and three films? No. Nope. Yeah. Thank you. Just in case you didn't Thank pick you. up on it, like he's gonna give him some blood. I have to take it back to <laughs> you keep this. And it's cool. It's also cool to see that despite living 10 years in a giant fiery hole in the ground, he still had respect for theatrics because he was like, yeah. Oh, turn the lights up three lighty lights. And they lit up. And he's like, check me out. I'm you. Huh? <laughs> there were four <laughs> nighty lights. <laughs> you know? Come on. Yeah. Come on. And then Riker's, just, I mean, yeah, Picard's just staring at him like, God, I was fucking handsome. That's what I'd be saying. Like, yeah, but meanwhile, Shinzon's yeah. over here going, oh, you, you're, you're pretty. Can I touch your hair? Yeah. I mean, no, what is, no. I've never seen a woman before. Why does he have a Chinese name? Shinzon? I have no clue. It's weird. It's, it's a Chinese name. Like, it sounds Chinese. Yeah. You know? Oh, hello. She's all. I'm Rami Ron. <laughs> oh, well, you'll honor us with your presence. Uh. Like, I love, I love the, the, the uh, remake. That's too Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's too Phantom Menace. That's Viceroy. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Uh, I do. Viceroy. 
I do like the I do like his viceroy, like the the what are they, Remans? Yeah, the Remans. They're from Those Remans. guys are yeah, awesome. Those guys are bad. Those guys yeah. that's Ron Perlman? Yeah. Oh really? shit, that's awesome. Oh shit. No way. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Anton's gonna, I didn't know that. He's gonna kick what? your ass, Ben. That's I didn't awesome. see that was Ron Perlman. I have to go to IMDb now. I was about to drop that news, and then Dennis. Aren't you glad you didn't? Scoops. Know? Yeah, because apparently. Yeah, you would have. I didn't him. know that. That was awesome because Ron Perlman's killer, yeah. and he's my that, favorite actor. Like that guy's. That guy's great. So that means that you've seen this movie several wow. times. But no, you just blocked it out from your brain. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It doesn't look like Ron Perlman. No. Well, yeah. There. Well, as most Ron Perlman roles, he's under heavy layers of makeup. Yeah. Um, Ron Perlman is like the uh, like the universal kind of monster movie actor of our yeah. day. Like he is the Lon Chaney. He is. He's that yeah. guy, except he's not yeah. annoying like Lon Chaney. I would want to punch Lon Chaney Jr. in his fucking face. I hate him so much. Like, oh my Holy God. Crap. I hate your guts. I hate Lon Chaney Jr. I hate him. Like, the Wolfman is a great idea, but he just fucking ruins it. Well, see, it's it's like how Andy Serkis is now the guy for the whole face facial yeah, capture yeah, CGI yeah. thing. Ron Perlman was that before we had that technology. Yeah. yeah. He was right, the guy right. with the practical makeup that yeah. we would always... He's a throwback to the monsters of uh, many moons ago. Even in Pacific Rim, he's like, "You guys got to do something to me." Uh, come on, man! Like, give me a weird scar. Like, yeah, you know. Uh, I heard they're going to make a movie about Tom Waits, and he's going to play Tom Waits. That's perfect. I can see that. But why not get Tom Waits to play Tom Waits? He's an actor. Like, <laughs> it seems like Tom Waits has been in all kinds of films. You don't. You don't get the guy to play your, himself. Why not? He's fucking t- Tom Waits can do whatever he wants. I mean, it's supposed to be like about young Tom Waits, and they needed somebody just. The Ron Perlman ain't that young. He's Rock, like sixty Rock. years old. No, but Tom Waits <laughs> like is always old. Yeah, Tom Waits. Yeah, and he always sounds old, and he's awesome. I mean, I now granted the guy that played uh, Joker in that Batman film would be great for it. Heath Ledger. Yeah, is that the guy in the new Batman's the crate? You know, make oh, not Jared Leto. Please, no. No, no, not not the Suicide Squad bullshit. No, no, no. I'm talking about the, the last one from the trilogy. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. Ledger. Ledger. You mean Death Ledger? <laughs> <laughs> Dead guy. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Whoops. Yeah, it's pretty killer, man. Like, uh, why? But this is my question here. Um, why introduce a new alien race in the last film? And I get the fact that they're killer. And they give them backstory. Yeah, like that's a lot. They're like, like, oh yeah, they've been yeah, in. They're cramming a lot. War, they were like badasses, and you know they're they're the greatest warrior people. They're warriors. Ever. I guess it just goes to show just how secretive the Romulans are. Like, yeah. the Federation knows so little of the Romulans that they don't even know that they have this secret race of slaves. Well, no, they they like knew about planet. the Federation. Supposedly knew about the Remans, but they just don't know a lot about the Remans. They know of the Remans. And the other thing is, we've known about. The- <laughs> I know of the. Re- I know of them. I don't know anything. I know of them. <laughs> I've heard the name at a party. I've never met them. Uh, but even in the original series, though, there was the knowledge of the two uh, Romulan homeworlds, Romulus and Remus, which uh, obviously take their names from you know. Uh, Roman mythology. And how did the how did the Remus, if they're so badass, how did they not kick the shit out of the Romulans? Well, it's it's it goes to my theory like from Dune, where you need the harsh environment 
to make the the soldiers that can be like the super soldiers toughen up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the Kurt Russell movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so awesome. yeah, he is. He is awesome. But um, the Remans are from this shithole planet. But the when the Romulans show up, they're coming in with better technology. Okay, the more high techs. Yeah, because now, they're me, the Vulcan survivor guys. Okay, now let me ask you this question. Um, was it just me or the mind they threw Tom Hardy in as a kid look like the scene from Lord of the Rings when they're building the orcs in that hole, that fiery hole? Totally. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a total, like, yeah. 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 Like yeah. The, there was actually a lot of stuff in this movie that was pretty close to Lord of the Rings. Which came out the year before. Yeah. Well, Fellowship came out. The year before. Or was it the year before or two years? Was before? it? I thought Long they came out. The, I thought they came out at the same time. That's this, why this was two towers. I thought that's why everybody said that's why this movie sucked. No, they had the fire hole in the first movie. That's where. Yeah. That's where the orcs came from. Yes, but this Star Trek Nemesis came out the same year as it, really? uh, Two Towers, as Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Like and something else. Okay. They were like a bunch of big movies. James Bond. Year. It was James, James Bond. Bond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Living Daylight. Was it Living Daylights? No. no. It's To Die mm-hmm. Another Day. Or die no. Another Day. Yeah. Something about that. The one with the Madonna thing. Works in this movie. Yes. 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 But all of those movies came out and that's what killed. Well, that's what they blamed this movie not having. I think a little bit of it is, I think a little bit of his franchise fatigue to some extent too. And I also think like this movie is like Jekyll and Hyde, man. Like it's, some of it is fucking like the backstory for the Remuses, the the Remus, the backstory for the Remus, the Remi? Remen. I like Remi. I'm going Remi. The backstory for the Remi and for uh, Shinji or whatever the fuck his name is. um, Very cool. Yeah, you know, like I dig it, and like the fact that like he and Picard like converse strangely, and like Picard, it, it's weird that Picard feels something him? for him. Yeah, yeah, because like he's some because at first he's outraged, like how did this happen? How did this happen? We know how it happened. You looked at those fucking lights. You were bleeding all over the place. They took some of your DNA. Okay, great. Well, see, I like how they said, well, it was probably a, a skin cell or a hair follicle. And I'm sitting in the audience thinking, well, it probably wasn't a hair follicle. Yeah, not a hair follicle. It, more than likely it was. A- Unless it's a pubic hair. <laughs> yeah. It's probably well, I would imagine he shaves, but whatever. Probably that one night stand with Tomalock. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, they're beating the crap out of this guy for, you know, however long that episode went on with the four lights. They well, got- that was crazy. Yeah, that was, that was Cardassians. Okay, all right, never mind. But yeah, so wrong alien, wrong alien, same thing. But anywho, so uh, so he I traded don't, it on the black market. This is from his hookup with uh, Tasha Yar, yeah. her daughter. And I'm surprised Tasha Yar is not in this somewhere as Romulan Tasha Yar. Like yes. I'm surprised it just she was didn't in the play. wedding scene too. But she was at the sitting next to Wesley. Wesley, all the way down the end of the table. She was his plus one. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they had her in a little urn. <laughs> she was that she, we thought it was a flower vase at the wedding it was actually Tasha her ashes <laughs> and the audience was so cause, and Wesley was just carried around because he's in his goth phase yeah. and so like <laughs> they cut that out They're like that's too much like yeah. have your fat face carried around an urn that's just weird take the makeup take the makeup off Every now and again, he'd, he'd brush the hair out of his eye and, and just kind of look up and say, well, I'm fully functional, too. I do it all for the nookie, bro. I would like to see Wesley made up as the crow. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anton? I'm on it. Uh, <laughs> we have, like, uh, his backstory is cool. It feels... It's a lot. Like it's I'm, a lot in the, in the movie. I'm exhausted at this point. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Because we've had, like, we've had uh, a coup, a wedding, a data, and now this whole backstory of a whole other race of aliens. And we're not even, like, an hour into the film yet. And, and, yeah. and another Picard. And another Picard. Another it's like, Picard, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? It's like they're just jamming every idea they ever had for anything into this film. And the idea for a clone Picard sounds awesome. Yeah, am I wrong? Like, no, it's badass. Well, see, especially after he he got all whiny about family last movie, right? Or two movies ago, when his you know brother and, and nephew burned up. Now he has a <laughs> chance to continue the family. Ben, you have such cooth oh. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's franchise fatigue. I'm so tired of these characters at this point. It's like just anything. Come on, all of you die. I don't all, see really because like I find Jordy like very comforting and refreshing in this movie because like he's totally got reading rainbow voice the whole film. <laughs> like, yeah. He's very like, and that's what happens when we turn off our shields like it's very comforting and like i think picard is great in this like mm. I, I don't know like it's weird i could watch he still this. looks young as shit too which yeah. is amazing see this was the first star trek though i did not see in the theater which is weird everything up until this point and you I, even you even see the two eight uh, jj films in the theater right yeah that's yeah. so weird but th- this was at this point i was like all the last couple of movies had just burned me out. They were fucking episodes. But like I, Jenny said earlier, this doesn't feel like an episode to me. But it was too late. You were already done. I was already done at this point, so they I didn't even give this a chance. Maybe if I saw this in the theater, mm-hmm. I would have had a different opinion about it. But by this point, I was just tired of watching, paying to watch episodes. Okay. Because then like... um uh, we have a couple more scenes together, and then all of a sudden, Picard's in the middle of a hilarious anecdote that gets ruined, and he gets beamed off and back to the badass ship that the the Remus has made. And yeah. why, why do they need ships so big? What are they compensating for? Oh, it's a predator. That's a gigantic ship. And then think about the mining ship in the J.J. Abrams film. It's fucking yeah. massive. Yep. Like, yeah. why did the why do the Romulans need such big ships? Well. Making so, up for something. Well, yeah, it's their tiny ears, but <laughs> they have a lot of racquetball courts on board. <laughs> racquetball. <laughs> it's their favorite pastime. Well, they, you know what? They need to be wide for the shoulder pads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you got to have that. It, it adds up. Here's I mean, extra six inches in every more way. Pardon, pardon me. Excuse me. <laughs> God damn it. We need to widen these hallways. Now, did anyone else find it funny that uh, uh, Tom Hardy's character says that he believes in peace after he's killed billions of people? Like, isn't that the first thing right there? How many Romulans had to die for your coup? Oh, lots. But I, I like I like peace, dude. Seriously, I'm into peace. Like, peace. I'm a negotiator just like you, Dad. And why don't they have their fucking shields up? It's well, peace. Initially, it was a peace mission. But at this point now, like, why don't, why, I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, come on, put your shields up. Was this yeah. before or after Dana, Dana got my Yeah! Yeah, then she got raped for no reason. Yeah, like, she got mind that, fucked. That entire scene is pointless. Yeah, I didn't like that at all, because it was unnecessary. Like, 
I, I mean, was, it, it kind of played towards the end. They had, you know, but but even that scene at even the end, then, was it was still. Yeah. I didn't get like if we're gonna jump around here, which it seems like it's coming to that at this point, and we've already <laughs> been recording for like an hour and fourteen minutes. Right. I don't understand like, the battle scene. I, there's so okay. I don't want to jump around too much. Okay, 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 okay. Hang on. Um. So yeah, the rape scene is unnecessary and kind of weird. Yes, we can all agree on that. It was just the start of it. Like with, I felt very uncomfortable when Riker's like Imzadi, <laughs> and he just starts like making out with him. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. Sexy. Yeah, like it was not. It was creepy, and then like yeah. it was very rapey. Yeah, it was too like it just served no purpose, man. Yeah, it was uh, not pleasant. Like I was actually like, ugh, like at the. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I was put off by like the whole scene. It's just no. Yeah, maybe that was the point. I mean, if maybe I'm giving him too much credit. <laughs> maybe they just wanted to. But I mean, they could have. They, they could have conveyed that scene in a different way, and like they made her. They made an already weakened Troy appear to just be like some kind of fragile rape victim, which is completely yeah. unnecessary. Well, yeah. Is is it something like where Marina Sirius was wanting like a bigger part? Like, it's like, oh, oh, you guys had me crash the ship last time, and I had to talk about my boobs in the last one, and, and I don't get to be a character, and I want a bigger part in the movie. And they're like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I get, either I get a bigger part in the movie or I walk. Okay, get raped. Because we've seen, oh well, essentially, I mean, we've seen something along the lines of this happen before to Troy. Yeah, yeah. And it has the rape baby episode. Remember well, that one? Well, maybe yeah. just, just episodes of like where someone else can read her mind. Like the one where, yeah. oh, she's screaming in that episode where she's just screaming for no reason because the music box. Well, that was Kevin. Right. Yeah. That's right. Kevin so, was putting the music box in her head. But I mean, Kevin didn't fucking rape her. Well, no, but the one guy who uh, murdered that girl that put it in the yeah, yeah, the the weird face guy. Well, yeah, weird face guy on Star Trek. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but uh, there was an everybody where the three diplomats come on board, and the old guy was he was all up in uh, Hoshi's head with her grandma painting with the brushes. Yeah. The younger guy was like all mind rapey on. Is this the foot guy? Was it the foot guy? The I, Troy. Lloyd Braun. <laughs> this Lloyd Braun. No, no, no. Serenity. Serenity. Serenity later. No, this is a different one. Cause she, she saw him coming, but it's just, it's, it's <laughs> like, I get it, man. Like she's, I just, I just didn't like it. I didn't. I did not. It was. And then the next scene is even worse. When like she's like, I feel like I've been violated. I need to leave this mission. And Picard's like, Yeah, no. Denied. Sorry, you got (laughs) raped, but do your fucking job. Yeah, like yeah. You know what? We've all been raped by watching this movie. You can't. (laughs) I thought that was that was completely out of character. Yeah. Like completely yeah, totally. out of character. Like it, it, it came out of left park on that. Like, no, it doesn't even make sense. Like I'm surprised even Patrick Stewart, who is kind of a champion for, for like women's causes. Women's general, yeah. Would even be like, yeah, you know, we should like, probably. It's not the same as like when data was having emotions and he didn't think he could do his duty anymore. Cause he's too emotional. You know, it's not like suck it up. Like she like, used the word, me. like I've been violated and it's yeah, like, okay, yeah. if that's a, okay, good. You know, you should. And I thought that was going to be her exit. Right. You know, I was like, okay, he's going to go, okay, yeah, you should probably leave. And she's, he said, I need you here more than ever, despite the fact that you've been terribly raped by a, <laughs> a snake-faced alien and my evil twin. McClone. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. 
But at the same time, even if she was relieved and like, it's like, okay, you take some time off. Where the fuck's she going? In her room. Just, yeah, yeah, go, just, just go, go to your room and take a nap. I'll call you when I need you. I don't know, man. It just seemed unnecessary. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's that whole thing. Yeah. Was. They could have like established that she had some sort of connection with this guy yeah. or he was getting into her brain in some other way. Different ways. She could have been, I mean, she could have been sitting at her fucking chair on the bridge and it would have still been effective. It still yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, I think they were trying to go for like a creepy vibe, but it just yeah. went too rapey. And it was, it was way too creepy, and just yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, it could have been done better. Yeah, it, it was dumb. I didn't maybe, like it at all. Maybe Tom Hardy just wanted to make out with her. Yeah, but that's that's what made it worse too is the fact that when you first see Tom Hardy in the movie, he's all like, "I want to smell your hair. I can." Yeah. You know, like it was, it was just weird. Like it was very like, like a silence, silence of the lambs. Like I can smell your cunt. Ugh, you know, like, I like to touch the hair. Yeah, it was gross. Well, Tom Hardy's like really, really hot. So it's kind of wow. Weird. He's he's too skinny in this one. Not in this movie. He's he yeah. he looks like like if the Phantom had like dug through David Bowie's closet. It was like these shoulder pads are fucking kick ass. <laughs> weird look going on with all the yeah. purple like who dresses you fucking dr doers what, what is happening here that material there was a lot of plastic shit back in the late 90s and early 2000s that was made out of and i can't remember what it was but there was some commercial product that was made out of that same kind of material yeah where if it would catch the light and get that that weird rainbowy i wonder what you're talking about like this freaking um there's like those jackets that everybody was wearing that were like purple, and if they wrinkled the right way, they would turn like yellow and yeah, orange or some shit. No, yeah, surf like style the, or something like that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the Future two hats. Yeah, yeah, kinda. Yeah. Like, like the, this yeah. movie, I've never seen this movie, but it felt familiar in so many ways because I felt like it just kind of borrowed from all these other films. And like, if you see the the director's credits, he's an editor. And like second unit director on all these other films, so like it kind of makes sense. Like I felt like this is more like collage filmmaking. Like there's, there's like a weird. It's just I don't know, man. Like it was just kind of I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And then like you have the weird medical scene where like they take his blood and then they have to do some procedure that they never really explain. Like I don't get that. Well, and the other thing though is that when they initially test uh, Shinzon's blood, and why did they take it? Why did they take his blood from his neck? Yeah, Why did they take it from his arm? Like, <laughs> because it hurts more. I mean, so You're gonna want that neck blood. <laughs> is that the good, the good blood? Yeah. Maybe it's continuing. All the, the good bloods in the Maybe it is the Nosferatu thing. I don't know. But my thing was, why was uh, Crusher using a, a freaking microscope? When the like, little eyedropper to squeeze up the blood. What the yeah, fuck? Like, was she's that using like, all this old ass technology that it's like, what well, the hell happened? Roots and berries. So. Yeah, so yeah, but again, though, it felt like an episode of like CSI Miami or something. Like I was just yeah. waiting for to put on some sunglasses and he's your clone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what the fuck, man? You no, know, they had to use a different Who song, like Pinball Wizard or something like that. <laughs> he's a <laughs> pinball wizard. It's just dumb. Yeah. Like, why not just run your tricorder over it? And we all know he's his fucking clone, man. Like, that's come on. Yeah. Everybody knew he said thing. so. He yeah. said so. <laughs> I'm you. Yeah, but then, I mean, I, I'm getting a little lost with where we 
are with this, but it's well, right now we're when we're writers like on this, this movie. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like they bring data over, but it's it's stupid data who downloaded all the the yeah. stuff with the data port with the data port, but it's not data somehow. I I missed that part. Like, how did he switch datas? Well, see, that's the thing is they figured out that fake data was trying to download since like an idiot, like Jenny had pointed out to me, they dumped all of data's memories to this thing, which apparently included all the access codes because why not? <laughs> um, seems legit. Yeah. What's he going to do? Strange robot. <laughs> so he tries to hack in. They discover the hack. When the captain comes out before he beams up, gets beamed over. That's right. They say, Hey, we've got a way we can use this to our advantage. So they switch, yeah, they put the transponder, but we don't know this, but they, they switch out the, the data and the B4. So when Shinzon beams over B4, it's actually data. Okay. Who's mm-hmm. completing B4's mission and giving old fashioned switcheroo. Yeah. Yep. Oldest we can't tell them apart and neither can they. They all look the same. Okay. They do. <laughs> Racist. They do it <laughs> <laughs> Look at Manny's face. That's so great. <laughs> Sneaky fucking android. <laughs> Take they took their chips, but yeah. So um, it's okay. So that explains that. That I I guess I just it was that's almost too subtle in the storytelling. Yeah. Right. Well, on it, well, to be honest, too, there's parts in this movie where you just kind of have to black out. You just <laughs> like like the beginning, middle, and the end. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but again, I I feel a lot of conflict about this man, like. I don't know. Like, uh, okay, all right. So then, then we have an amazingly awesome action sequence where they break data out. Yeah. Da- data breaks out Picard. That's cool. Then they start. Then they have a gunfight, like this huge gunfight where no one involved looks like they know how firearms react. When <laughs> I'm like, they they all just look like I just go pew pew, right? And you guys will add the stuff in later. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's playing laser tag in our uniforms. Yep. Yeah. They, uh, it's like Steve. It's like Steve Martin as we are one of those crazy guys, except they have weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, Starfleet has the dumbest rifles in in yeah. all of history. I mean, yeah. And then, but then uh, the scene with the where they get into that little Hornet or whatever it's called. Yeah. The little, that's that's badass. Yeah. yeah, down like, the hallways. Yeah, that was cool as fuck. I thought it was see, crazy as shit, but I enjoyed watching it. Well, this yeah, I would have liked to see more of that. Like, that was killer. This is where the wide shoulder pads paid off. Because <laughs> they had to make those wider corridors for the shoulder ah. pads, they now have room to fly the scorpion down through the hallways. That, so was that a, escape scene was pretty cool. That was a great scene. Like, I was so amped on that. And then right. when, when they broke through the uh, the giant window. Yeah, and then the ship kind of sh- reappeared. Yeah, that was like, that was, but as soon as that ship starts reappearing, fire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got, in, in classic Trek, you've got Kirk firing at blurry spots on the screen. <laughs> yeah, just... just uh, right there, there's a distortion. Shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a space fly on the screen that it wasn't there. You just actually, blew, somebody you had just put blew up a planet. Kill it anyways. I accidentally put my thumb on the camera lens when I was moving yeah. it. Again. But as as soon as that ship, as soon as it breaks out, you know it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Start firing. Like, what yeah. are you waiting for? Like, what the, they stole your captain mid, mid-antidote. Like, start blowing them up. That's like a war crime. Go yeah. for it. <laughs> and then, like, uh... 
and then they have that cool scene where like they're trying to put him in the tractor beam they beam him out on time now they're back on the bridge mm-hmm. and then i don't kind of don't know then they have like a space battle or something pew pew well, they try to they try to get back to the federation because they figure out that Shinzon's gonna like invade gas the whole planet because yeah, they're the, gonna destroy the entire federation yeah with one ship, he can destroy the entire Federation because it's like a it's like a floating bomb or something. Yeah, yeah. Like he can like, take out a whole planet. Like go to yeah, Earth. it's yeah. it's weird how this dude has so much hate for the human race. He would he would kill a whole planet. And it's never, weird that he, and it's weird that, that he was able to acquire so much power, like these these giant awesome weapons and all this stuff. And like when the Romulans just came in and kicked the shit out of the Remuses, the Remai, as I was saying them, and now they have like like the most potent, deadly, crazy weapon in the entire world that can mm-hmm. just wipe out a planet because it looks like it falls on you. That's crazy. What's the logistics of this thing? Build this. Where yeah. Do you build yeah, that was well, my thought. Well, you got to think that uh, Romulus was distracted by the the other war that they were helping the Federation with. But what isn't Remus like right next to Romulus? Yeah. Well, yeah, but you don't have to build it right there. You could, I mean, the Romulan Star Empire is pretty big. But this ship is massive. Yeah. So you, you can build it's it. And it's, like, and it's cutting-edge technology that moves very slow. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's, it's just really big. And that's why it makes it appear to be slow. And I tell you what, man, I will say this. The, the voiceover for the, Romul- the, the Remus ship was very soothing. Like, I was... Like wow, he's like, and five minutes to completion. It is very, <laughs> very calm and it's like very peaceful. Yeah, it was very nice. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Cortana. Yeah. Uh, and then the, we like it, so the Enterprise is flying away, and they're trying to get away mm-hmm. to Earth so they can figure everything out. And then they go through some space zone or something where they can't communicate with anybody. Like it interferes with their Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, so they got they had a yeah. And then I, mean, I did like that it was green. That's cool. I mean, just because that's kind of like the 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 Romulan color is green. Yeah. Like just oh, we're still in Romulan space. It's green space because that's the theme. It, it just I didn't like that. I didn't like the green theme. And then once they get in it, they can't. They they lose their Wi Fi, so they can't do anything on the ship, and they can't get anything out. So there's no communique, nope. and so they start bombing the shit out of them. Yeah. Yep. And like right, right when they figure out this would be a perfect time to attack. Oh! Them. If I wouldn't have said that, we probably wouldn't have got attacked. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> yep, your predictions came true. Yeah. So they'd be blowing the shit out of the ship, and then um. I guess there's that weird scene too back on Romulus where uh, the the lady that uh, Shinju was going to promote to like heads like bottom bitch or something supreme commander of something or other. She said like, "Hey, I don't think we want all this blood on our hands because he's going to destroy Earth, so we need to help." Yeah, yeah. Um, which is weird because like this was their first signal that she should like not help him. Like, oh, they're going to destroy all of Earth. Really? Well, no. I think they should just destroy Florida because Florida sucks. But the whole Earth is done. That's on Enterprise. (laughs) But this was—it's one of those things where we start. We have to pick up more that the Romulans aren't like just a faceless enemy, because even at the opening scene when the the Senate was in session, yeah, 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 they're they're talking about okay, and now the next item is the trade negotiations with Series Four, blah blah blah. It's just they're people just like us. But it's hard to undo 
35 years of Romulans being a faceless enemy for, I mean, think about it. Like Worf has been on the show for seven years in three films and you still hate his guts, Ben. Like I'm supposed yeah. to like, just kind of go, Oh, I, not all Romulans are terrible. But see though, I, I'll, in an hour and 20 minutes. But I also have Romulans. watched the full DS9. By the time your average Star Trek fan got to Nemesis, they had seen all of TNG, all of DS9, and all of Voyager. That's, so, that's average? You think the average Star Trek fan has seen all those shows? I think the average Star Trek fan can quote shit a lot better than me. Okay. No. Oh, yeah. The average? Oh, yeah. Average is C, Ben. You're saying you're, a, you're below C Star Trek fan? I think oh, yeah. you're like a B. B plus. Nah, dude. They're people more intense than I am. I'm just saying there so, are, but I don't want to meet them or talk to them or see. <laughs> well, they they them or, or smell them. <laughs> they operate on a higher plane of understanding than we do. You can't actually see them. They vibrate at a different frequency. <laughs> it's kind of like on Flash. Just yeah. But you um, smell them. Like what's that weird smell? It's the sweet. Ah, it's on me. It's in my face. Um. No, but so you're going to – you've seen some development of the Romulans on DS9. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of development of the Romulans on DS9. So they've kind of laid the groundwork for them not to be the faceless enemy. Okay. They're still the bad guy. They still have, you know, but not good intentions. But, but they're hookers with a heart at this point? <sighs> oh, I'm a hooker with a heart. Here's a like pretty woman. Job. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking they're more like Deadpool at this point. Okay. Without the sense of humor. Okay. All right. Gotcha. They're, they're, and the shoulder pads. Yeah. Okay. And a bowl cut. Yeah. And the vulgarity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, they're, like the, the so they're nothing like Deadpool then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. They don't even, they, they never wear anything red. <laughs> it's all about being green. Right, it's all about if being green. We're the only characters that broke the fourth wall in Star Trek. <laughs> can, you, can, you believe, can you believe this fucking guy? <laughs> be freaking awesome. I'd want it to be more like House of Cards breaking the fourth wall. Where they, they like turn to us and tell us their secret plan. No, Frank Underwood, he's totally Romulan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is. He's a bald Romulan or whatever. So, okay, so you have, you have this, this Romulan moment where they say, hey, we don't want this blood on our hands because they're going to destroy Earth. Right. So their grand plan is to send two fucking ships. Like, yeah. that's it? Like, that's your big, that's your big save the day moment? Everything hey, else got- tied up in committee. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, really? Like, this is what you're gonna do? Hey, this thing is gonna blow up Earth, and it's this gigantic ship with this weapon of mass destruction, unlike anything that's ever been created by anyone. Send two ships. Two. They figured two. 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 Two's good. Two of their better (laughs) ships and the Enterprise would be a pretty good match for this one. Ship and a half. Ship and a half. Budget cuts. That's all it was. Yeah, it's budget cuts. (laughs) Maybe they really just. In the neutral zone episode of Star Trek. Yeah. yeah, in the neutral zone episode of Star Trek, how many ships did they send? Like a thousand? I thought there were three ships there. Weren't there? I don't know, but I mean, it's still more than no, two. That's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two ships. Two, two ships. Make that's that two, all we can afford. Make that two ships, Utah. Two ships. 
So they send two ships and those two ships. And like, I don't, uh, the battle scene itself is cool. Okay. Like I get it. Like it's cool visually. It's pretty cool. And it's fun to watch because you never really see this kind of like dog fighting going on in space with Star Trek. It's normally like ship here, ship here, pew, 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 laser, pew, 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 laser, pew, 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 laser. So there, there's a lot of momentum and movement going along, but like, what the fuck is happening? Like, are they doing any damage to this gigantic ship at all? No. 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 <laughs> Crow Wesley. That's awesome. Yeah, you Crow Wesley. <laughs> Wait, is that the bird from Data's Dream? Yes, it, it is. is. <laughs> when found it, that's what took so long. <laughs> that was great. Because I love my job. There are many times during the battle where the the Enterprise's shields are down to nothing. Like yeah. it's like, oh, yep. we're, at, we're at ten percent, we're at four percent, we're at two percent. You went from ninety to four really fast, but f- <laughs> from four to zero it takes forever. It's a good last four <laughs> percent. Like you know, it's like that last little bit of gas you have in your car. You could drive in your mind, like theoretically, miles and more miles. miles. Yeah. Yep. But you know, it's so like it's it feels really inconsistent. Like right? Is it? No, it's it's. But at the same time, that's how powerful Shinzon's ship is. Is that he's not taking any damage, and he's dealing out a lot of damage. Yeah, but he's not damaging enough from six to zero. Like he can get you from one hundred. Those first, those first ninety-four percent are a motherfucker. But then after that, he it gets real weird. It yeah, takes forever to blow up. <laughs> yeah. It's so long. Maybe he ran out of all the good bullets early. <laughs> he, blew, he blew through his supply of like decent lasers and was like, shit, now I got to use the bargain basement brand. And they just the the and yeah, get Costco bullets now. <laughs> Costco bullets. <laughs> Do we have trash we can throw at them? Like, is there any <laughs> trash we can just hurl out the spaceship? That no, disruptor garbage? Like fish bones and apple cores? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it's like one of those uh, cell phone games where you get like a turn but if you can't beat the turn you have to pay to get more energy or <laughs> lollipops or whatever the fuck it is and candy you just crush. didn't have the money yeah it's just candy crush bullshit when dennis money. when dennis when dennis said uh uh fish bones and apple cores i just pictured he cliff being the captain of the ship <laughs> <laughs> That was my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm pictures. There's like now there's this weird yellow cat or orange cat on the on the deck of the ship that looks like vaguely like Captain Bic- <laughs> <laughs> So now he looks vaguely like Garfield and Picard. <laughs> so it's like we don't know what's happening here. Anton, I don't see you working. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> you want it. He loves he loves tea, but doesn't like Mondays. Space does have like a, a scrappy gang of other cats that follows him around. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Weird. That's that's brilliant. He replicates lasagna and tea, and that's it. <laughs> you could totally cast these characters as the fucking TNG crew. Oh my god! Data would be Odie for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then the cool part is like data keeps wanting to die throughout the entire. <laughs> like, 
you think it's going to happen because he's like, well, I'll stay here. He's like, no, no, no. Jordy gave me this thing to beam you back. So I'll stay here and you go back. He's like, no, we'll go back together before they fly the ship through. And then you have the scene where like the, the bridge of the ship actually explodes. It takes on and then somebody gets sucked out of the vacuum of space. And and data looks like he's going to get sucked out of the vacuum of space. And then he doesn't. Yeah. And that was Brian Singer actually, who got sucked out into space. He sucks some little boys out in space. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly suck somebody in space. I'll get you I'll get you a role in that X-Men movie if you fucking suck me out in space. (laughs) That was pretty good. (laughs) I didn't see it, so I don't know. Yeah, that was good. That was Brian Singer. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was his little cameo. He took over from Warf at Tactical. Oh, that's cute. When Warf left. Yeah. Worf, no, I, I just want to make pokey Worf. But um, but I just like I just don't understand the battle scene because like they're doing like and especially the Enterprise they're doing all this dramatic shit, but they're doing no damage to the ship. Yeah, like, it's also, just that powerful. Shinzon still needed Picard at that point. Yeah, yeah, he still thought he could get the blood. The yeah. blood, but I mean, okay, but you have like, okay, you have that one weird scene with Troy doing because you have the the two Romulan ships show up, and you're like, oh snap, this is going to go really well, but it doesn't because yeah. the ship's nah. the ship's too powerful. And then you have that weird scene with Troy where she's trying to find the ship when it's yeah. cloaked. And yeah, it's like a submarine movie, basically yeah, and, at that point. And, except yeah. she does, she reverse mind rapes uh, yeah. Perlman, and like she does one ping, and then the one, one ping, ping, please, and they and and they find the ship and they hit it with lots of stuff, but nothing happens to it. Yeah, no, it's like, too powerful still. It's all this is for nothing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's all just like it's all just visual kind of masturbation at this point because nothing is happening to the ship. Space because, battle with no no results. That's because you you do all this cool shit and then all of a sudden the two ships are just standing there looking at each other. Yeah, what just, do you do? Ramming speed. Ramming speed. Which is fucking killer, right? Like speed. like think about how awesome that is. But he's sending text messages to to do. Yeah. Yeah, it says incoming text message. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's but, a good thing he didn't have his ringtones on. Yeah, no. <laughs> but the cool part about it is like you have all this awesome battle scene happen before the ramming speed, but they check the shields on the on the on the fancy Remus ship, and they're at seventy percent. So you've yeah. done all this for thirty percent, where you're just fucked. Yeah, like the cruise ships. That's why you're so desperate that you have to do ramming speed. But who designs the weapons for the Federation? It's like you're fucking bringing a knife to a gunfight. They have to comply with all the treaties and everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you can't have uh, cloaking devices. Treaty schmeedy, you're getting blown out of the fucking water. You got to come up with something. What happens when you elect space Democrats? (laughs) And fucking (laughs) space Bernie Sanders, he can suck it. <laughs> space Hillary negotiated some pretty strict treaties that keep. We need having. to keep Space Gitmo open. <laughs> and I think we've been reminded several times throughout the series that uh, Starfleet is not a military organization, right? God, they're just they, a bunch of assholes. It, it's it's for exploration. Yeah. Well, it seems like they tried to catch up and like build the newer ships a little bit more sturdy and you know more battle-like. Yeah, but uh, it's a little too late. Like I feel like I feel like the strategy for the the Federation is like okay, 
we're going to let these guys beat the fuck out of us until they get tired. And then we can just push them over. Like they're just going to kick our ass for 45 minutes. And then they'll be like, God, I'm really tired from beating this guy's ass. And like, Oh yeah. Ugh. <laughs> like, you know, like it's really kind of stupid. Take that. Dun, 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 dun. But it, <laughs> movie's over. But it looks amazingly cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I'm torn because it's completely fucking pointless, but it's awesome. Yeah. You know, and then the and then the ramming speed thing too. That was the coolest yet slowest action sequence I've ever seen. Because like, let's ram. <laughs> Well, you got to remember these are ships. That I mean, these are ships. They're n- they're not like F fourteen Tomcats. I understand. I understand that too. But like, it reminded me of that scene in Austin Powers where the guy's like, "No!" and the bull oh, no. like yeah. a thousand feet away from him. Like, <laughs> like it just get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting killed with a zamboni. I mean, yeah, it's just... like there's no. I get it that it's cool, yes, but it needed to happen a little bit faster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all because, like, you're it's like, too oh, no, slow emotion. It's finally hitting us, you know? Yeah. Then again, get out the way. No. Uh, Tom Hardy is on the, probably on the other ship thinking, like, he is not going to crash that ship. Oh, yeah, because there was, he had enough time to move, but there's just that initial, what's he doing? Get the fuck out of here. Is, is he coming He's at playing us? chicken with what? him. And it's weird that, like, it's weird that like Picard and Tom Hardy, like they can read each other's minds, but they're just clone. Like Tom Hardy doesn't know what Picard is going to do. Well, yeah, they, they shouldn't, they don't read each other's minds. It's just that Tom Hardy has studied Picard so much that, you know, he can get in his head. But it does turn into him at some point. That was yeah, the, the That plan. was the idea. But it doesn't come off that way. Like it comes off like they're connected like at the brain, at yeah. Least. Like they got some Corsican brothers. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's yeah. just yeah. Mm, mm. I figured it was just that they're because they're exactly the same person that they're. He's thinking the same way as Picard would think. Mm-hmm. You but know why is he kicking Picard's ass all over the place? Like because he he was raised on the streets in yeah. Remus. You know, so hard streets of Remus. So instead of like taking theater classes, he was like getting fucking beat up by. Yeah. They could have been the space odd couple. That would have been really cool. That, that, it brings that, up the interesting uh, question if, if he had like a like a street version of Q, like R, like L, showed up and like fucked around with them, you know? That, that could be kind of interesting. I believe that would be element and OP. Yeah, <laughs> so is this nature versus nurture, Picard? We're almost done, Ben. We're almost done. I know it's getting... No, no, no it's just... I got a message. I'm sorry. Now, is this is this nature versus nurture? So yeah. Think, yeah. And na- nurture is kicking nature's ass at this point. <laughs> so now nature, I mean, nurture, yeah, nurture's kicking nature's ass. Nature has to ramming speed. Okay, but then after the awesome sequence that is ramming speed, um, nothing happens to the ship that gets grabbed. Nah, like he, it's still functional. Like he's like, okay, yeah. It's essentially he's like, okay, well, yeah. Then. But he he blew up all the little ships. He, he you know we took out the the hangar bay and all that. There was some pretty heavy damage on both. But you, operational. you just, just kind of made him mad at this point because now he's like, unleash the red matter. I mean, weapon. And so they, <laughs> they unleash the weapon, and it yeah. takes fucking way too long to happen. I mean. Like, yeah. Yeah. how, I mean, what are we building the damn ship? Like, 
<laughs> I expected it to turn into like the thing in Spaceballs, like the giant maid. Yeah, it was like <laughs> she from stuff to blow. Like what's happening? When they pulled apart, though, Mega Maid. <laughs> it made me think of when the guy rear-ended me uh, when I was in the van, <laughs> and he hit me with, a, uh, with a camera. Bang bus? No, <laughs> Bang. So, like he had slammed on his brakes and went went down under me and slammed. <laughs> you cup your balls. But then when, when the police got there and they had to pull us apart, you know, he had a lot of damage to the top because, you know, that right? it was like all ground under there and stuff. And that's kind of like what the Enterprise was doing is they were pulling apart. You had that. They didn't use enough damage. lube is what you're saying. Yeah. They Stuck in there. So undocking can be messy. Undocking yeah, can yeah, be yeah. messy. Because it looked like more damage got done by them pulling apart than there was by them crashing into each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you get to crash into each other again and then pull apart yeah. and crash. Yeah. Pull, crash. It's repetitive motion until somebody comes. You know, whatever. <laughs> so we have, um, we have the ramming speed and it doesn't really do anything. And then now, um, fake. Well, now there's two useless ships. Yeah, now there's two shitty ships. Well, no, because <laughs> apparently the other ship isn't all that fucked up because uh, Clone Picard is like, hey, we still have to finish our mission. Let's blow up the ship and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they like, were, no, they weren't going to go anywhere. They were just going to blow up the card ship. Yeah, they were going to pull out. They're going to. They would have reverse. Themselves. They would have killed mm-hmm. themselves too. Hey, was this after Data flew into space? No, that was dumb. Because Picard is like, okay, send me over there because I got to send me to the blah, 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 the ship. I got to get over there and kill him or whatever. Yeah. So he does that, and then, of course, as soon as he sends the transmitter stops working, I mean, the transporter, oh, man, that was the last one we'll ever do, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> oh, darn it. It blowed up. And then, breaker. and then Data says, hey, uh, I got an idea. Jordy, you're with me, blah, blah, blah. And then he does that dumb. Oh, you're in charge. Then he, Spider-Man, then he Supermans that hoe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it did. It right into it. I think we missed something kind of important, though, that Picard tried to blow up the ship. Yes. 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 He finally, I was hoping that it would have ended that way. That like he finally, after, you know, 170 episodes and, and four movies. Now he finally gets his desire to dispose of the ship by blowing it up himself. He does not get the satisfaction. See, I think though him trying to blow it up was a nice bookend to the series. For me, it was, I was so happy. The first episode, he tries to blow it up. And now the last movie, he tries to blow it up. I was so stoked when he was like self-destruct sequence. I was like, get the fuck out of here. What a way to end for Dork Trek. Like I was hoping <laughs> in the Dork Trek cut of that film, that's it. He blows up the yeah. shit and everything's well, yeah. yeah. I mean, up. The only thing that could have been better was if they separated the saucer first. <laughs> and this seemed to be like a perfect time to separate the saucer because that was a part that was all fucked up on the ship. That is true. Yeah. See, I don't even know if this thing can saucer separate. I'm sure there's blueprints out there that are non-canon that say it can. But that the real ne- nerds would know about. But I've never seen anything <laughs> canon that says that the sovereign class can saucer separate. Interesting. And I'm sure there's going to be a thousand little fuckers send messages that say, "Well, actually," and uh, this Rick Sternberg, go fuck your you're actually. Um. 
calm down, Ben. I'm what like, unleashed. Well, if it's not canon, it's not canon. I'm I would sorry. say, I would say probably because why would you go backwards in technology? Like, if anything, now the sep- the saucer separates from the saucer. Like, there's multiple separations. <laughs> like each layer, man. Like a fucking yeah. stack of pancakes. Like a Russian nesting doll. Yeah. <laughs> you have a bunch of. You actually have a Voyager class starship in the saucer that just kind of pops out. Yeah. It's like a spare ship. And then another ship comes out of that, and another ship, and another ship, and another ship. And then there's Wharf. When you open all of the ships, the last thing that comes out is a little flying data. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it launches and just jumps on which, your ship. Which was just so dumb. How is he going to get in the ship? Uh, through a hatch. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> There's access hatches. There's access hatches on my balls. <laughs> well, they also kind of just like rammed another giant ship into it, and I'm sure that there were holes left in the side. Of well, he, but ship. he goes through a door. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he I'm goes saying, through it. He could have went through one of the gaping holes left by the Enterprise. <laughs> gaping? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, they fisted that fucking ship. So then the sequence to to turn the ship into a giant weapon, again, takes too fucking long. I mean, it's like the ship will be... I could have got a fucking pizza from Papa John's in the time that this fucking ship... I mean, this movie could have been an hour and a half. Yeah, like my next annihilation of a planet is clearly free because this took too damn long. <laughs> so they're doing this and it's going through the sequence and Picard gets over there and he gets into a fight and he shoots some dudes. Picard's body count in this movie is, I mean, sky high. He's like, oh, yeah. this yeah, is like, yeah, this is like yeah. Colonel, Colonel John Matrix, I mean, numbers. Too. I mean, yeah, he he like, took that tactical training <laughs> that real took. Yeah, he cut that one uh, Raymond's leg off. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very yeah. much like Colonel John Matrix because, like, at the end of the film, or he the walks out with the data. No, data in his arms. No, oh, with Freddie Mercury. He sticks the giant pipe in him, like it happens to Freddie. Blow off yeah. some steam, Ben. It's like it's the same fucking idea. He sticks yep. the pole through him. Yeah, and that was kind of cool when he pulls the uh, he pulls closer to Picard. Yeah, see, I think that that's a really very Picard thing to do, though. Like, if that was a reverse thing, I mean, thinking back to young Picard when he got stabbed through the heart, before, ah, he, he laughed. He laughed. So I think if you had stabbed a young Picard like that after an epic battle yeah. like they had, he would slide down just to, to get in your face. <laughs> I think what would have been hot. He, he should have slid down and just fucking kissed him on the lips. <laughs> and, then, and then he would have been like this weird feeling of like, am I gay? Am I not gay? Like, I'm a, I'm a gay murderer. Like, what is happening here? Like, I don't remember. I don't, I'm, I don't know what to feel about this. And during I'm this, so confused. During this moment in, this, in, in the film, I felt like Picard had no idea how to act. Like, he was just like, the look on his face after Tom Hardy's dead, he's just kind of like, I don't know what's happened. Did I just I, kill myself? <laughs> like, I don't know what what is... Like, I mean, how does he talk to his therapist about this? I mean, is it like... And then, buddy, well, he, he slid down my rod. Mind. Yes. And his therapist so is... He been, that rod, what, what exactly happened? And she's been brutally raped. Yeah, um, right. But... The look on his face, though, it's priceless because it almost matched mine sitting on my couch. Like, what am I watching? You're like, what is happening? Like, this is this is madness. Like, <laughs> do I like this? Do I not like this? Like, it it has to quote Mos Def. It has all the right weaponry to be fantastic. 
but it's just not. It's not. Yeah. You know, and then Dana comes over and, you know, uh, they need to shoot this thing with a phaser to stop it. Of course. Yeah. But just see a warp suggestion. <laughs> just blow, shoot it. Yep. And, and so Data puts the transponder that he still had on his wrist that I honestly forgot about. Yeah. Right. He puts it back on Picard. Picard disappears. And then Data takes a sweet ass time. Five, four. Like, what if his gun misfires? Then everybody's <laughs> It's like, you're going to fucking hurry up a little bit? <laughs> Come on, robot. Let's go, chop, chop. And then Data gets blown up. And you're like, yay! And then it's. No. You weren't you weren't happy that Data got blown up? No, no, no. He shows up basically at the end of the movie. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. That's I felt bad for no. Jordy. Yeah, yeah. I bet you Jordy was happy and Betty like, and Riker and Troy had each other to like console, and Data or Jordy was just kind of there by himself. Yeah, like, to go yeah. see Leah Brom, dude. My best friend. I gotta go see Leah Brom. Yeah. My best friend's dead and stuff. <sighs> He got all blowed up, and I'm happy. And but there's more movie. Yeah, it's yeah. like it never ends, dude. It never. It's like Die Hard three. It just doesn't end. Like it just keeps going forever and ever. Just die. Already. What's funny because like they see the ship blow up, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Picard and Data are dead. And then Picard walks in. They're like, "Oh!" And they're like, "Where's Data?" He's like, "Nah, nope. he's, he's, <laughs> nah, he's still dead." Yeah, he's still I didn't dead. understand why Picard couldn't have taken the. Um, the little transponder, the you know, the teleporter thing, and, and just, data. Well, <laughs> go over to the ship <laughs> and just magically freaking do something and turn off the weapon. They do that in every other time. They need to open a door or dismantle something or whatever. They're just like, oh, oh yeah, I can figure this out. Because the story needed there to be a loss. No greater love. We needed data to die. No, gr- no. What is it? No greater love hath a man than to die for his friends or some. It's to rip off the Spock death. That was my. When I first watched this, I I thought it was a a Rathacon kind of a ripoff because it was like, oh, old forgotten enemy comes back, crashes, you know, the ships blow up. At uh, least it wasn't just before he sets off the super weapon. Well, yeah, because. The Star Trek, Star Trek one, Jar Jar Abrams was obviously just a complete rip, but that's that's not it. <laughs> but this, but like at the time, it was the science officer dies to save the ship. I mean, and you're supposed to feel something. And this, at least, we had ten years of Star Trek or fifteen years of Star Trek at the, of Next Generation at this point that we could actually feel something for the loss of Data. But at this right. point, though, I'm so ready for Data to die. Yeah. So well, it's it's but you it's, think it's a little bit different from uh like us watching it now, the way that we've watched it, like we've seen so much in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Like TNG and the movies were all spread out over years and years. Yeah. More years yeah. than we took. Yeah. I'm just I'm just over data at this point. I'm glad he's dead. Like I was dancing in the streets. Like I actually went out <laughs> into my court and was fucking prancing around like a, what's what happened? What data's dead. They're like, what is he talking about? Who, who, what's a data? Robots dead. Yeah. Is data still dead, boy? Yes, sir. He's still dead. Still alive. And then Aww. they have then they have like a glass of wine from the Picard vineyard and they they tell funny data stories. Pop it goes a little burnt though. Little, little burnt taste. Remember when Data didn't <laughs> shut the fuck up? <laughs> remember when? We, remember when we all hated him? Yeah, that was cool. Remember when y'all fucked Data because he was a human dildo? 
And then, and then we have the scene where, um, where Riker leaves. Yes. Captain Riker finally leaves. And that would have been a great scene to end the movie. Like, he's like, all right, I'll see you later. It's good. Nice knowing you. Okay. Because then like, then he go, and then, and then all of a sudden we get that weird scene with B4. Yeah. Like for no reason. It's like, there's no reason for. I'm really sorry about your brothers. The reason we have the B4 scene is the same reason we have the Spock's coffin on Genesis scene. So if we ever need to bring him back, we can. Okay. And then like, and then you lose his weight. If he ever decides to stop eating small children. And then, and then we have Picard, I guess like kind of, being sad. I guess marching down the hallway, like yeah. kind of more determined than ever. And then we see the ship in space dock and then it ends. Yeah. Yeah. The, the last image of this series is the enterprise in space dock. Yeah. Like that's it. It's over. Anticlimactic. Yep. And see now the thing I mean, was, is, while this was being filmed, there was a Brent Spiner and the guy who wrote this with Brent and Brent Spiner uh, were working on another script for the sequel to this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then so, this movie did so poorly they didn't do it. They were just pull the plug. We're uh, done. So that, but that means that the the lasting image of the Starship Enterprise for Next Generation after what uh 178 episodes four films like t- almost like 15 years is is space dock being yeah, repaired yeah. like that's how it ends like you gotta be fucking kidding me not flying out for more adventures yeah it's just sitting there like <laughs> it's so stupid yeah you know second star to the left straight on to morning nope Nope, well, I mean, they off. were expecting there to be a sequel, so they weren't expecting that to be like the but final. Every, yeah, but all the other pre, all the Star Trek movies prior, you always have this. Even if it's damaged, it flies off into the. You sun. have this feeling of this feeling of hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like yeah. you know, like it's gonna go on to another day, and you just see this fucking this thing sitting there, and you're like, well, at least this pieces. At least it's getting repaired. I was so With bummed all out. The damaged. So I couldn't believe it, man. Like this movie to me, it's, it's just like, again, it has all the right ingredients to be awesome, but it just, it just sucks, but it doesn't suck. You know what I mean? Like, it's really weird. I can't, I feel, and I feel like this is the start of JJ Abrams, Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Like the idea that we don't have to make a Star Trek movie. We can make an action film. Yeah. At least this was closer to still being Star Trek. Like, I hate to sound like bad now, but <laughs> no, you're right. No, but you're right. I mean, it does have it does. Oh, I mean, like, of course. yeah, it just. I just feel like it's an act. Like this is because you even have like the weird diehard scene where Riker goes into the tubes and he's crawling around, and then he fights Ron Perlman. Like that's it's yeah, like what was that all about? Well, because Riker was mad because Ron Perlman mind raped his lady. That's nobody all that, does that's, that. That's all that was. You could have taken that out and nobody would have cared. Like there are just big chunks of this film that you could have just removed. Like the whole scene with her playing like the Ouija board with the trying to mind rape Ron Perlman back. Yeah. Because they find the ship and they shoot it with weapons and they volley it, but nothing happens. It's nothing like, happens. Oh, we, we scratch their paint. Awesome. 
<laughs> yeah, well, they well, damaged their cloaking device, so now we can see that we haven't damaged them at all. Yeah, now we can. Now it's like now it's like they, we can just see him giving us the finger, like you can't hurt us. You know? <laughs> right, right. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Like I feel so just, ugh, but I don't hate it. Like that's the weird part. Right. Yeah, I've never hated this movie. Like I, I've been disappointed. I was just bored with the it. Emotion, I feel. But I think Manny. But I mean, I think you're bored with it because there's just two, there's there's so much. There's there's like thirty different things going on at one time, <laughs> and there's like small minute details in the beginning of the movie that's supposed to tie in with the end. But it's like there's no point in doing that. There's yeah. so why even bother? But like the cool stuff is like I think. But some of the stuff is really interesting, like the Remus, and then like like Shinju mm-hmm. is cool. Like these are all interesting aspects of a film. And like if you think again, oh, uh, what's this movie about? Oh, there's a a, a Romulan Picard because they cloned him. You go, wow, that's pretty fucking badass. Yeah. And yeah. but like, how does that miss so? But it didn't miss completely, and I think that's why it's so conflicting because there were so many things that were done pretty well or even really well and then there's so many things where they just like miss the mark so badly well, just, that it makes the other the good parts of it like like I don't even know how to feel about this part because you fucked up this part so bad yeah and I I think though that it was just really busy like they were saying where it's too much there's, there's yeah there's just too much stuff going on where there's all these side stories and all these subplots and things going on. And I just, I lose track and action sequences. I mean, this, this film is just, I mean, it's just like action sequence on top of action sequence. You yeah. Know? Like, and it's almost, it's, it's too much. Like you get to the point where you're at the end of it with the space volleys and the, which is cool because you never see that in Star Trek and it's, and it's really well done, which is again, why I feel weird saying it's stupid, but it's kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean, like. this, like I said, the space battles all cool. The, you know, computer graphics are great. But it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't do without, it without a good story behind it. Yeah, just, yeah. A good solid story because it's it's an alright story if it was executed properly. But and I think a lot of people on. didn't really give it a fair shake either because, like Ben was saying, that he's tired of it at this point. Yeah. You know, there were so many people that went into it just like, oh my God, another freaking Star Trek movie. I really need to watch this. I guess yeah. I've seen all the other ones. And I was back, I mean, <clears throat> it wasn't like with some of the other ones where I had to actually kind of struggle to, to get to the theater to find them because I was back in America at this point. So, I mean, it was 2002. I was here actually in Virginia, finally. You're living in an urban area. There, yeah, the there were... The theater that I go to now is the theater I would have gone to then, but it's just I didn't care anymore by this point. Yeah, and I you get a, and you'd get a weird sense that the actors don't care anymore. Like I felt like yeah. the only person I felt was jazzed to be in this movie was Jonathan Frakes at the end of it when they're like, "All right, you get to be the captain of this new ship." Okay, cool. Hey. He's like, "Fucking a!" And I would watch the shit out of that show. Oh, the Titan series. Like yeah. Jonathan Frakes, Captain, hell yeah. And I feel like there are pieces, like it's like a Chris Claremont X-Men script where there are pieces that they're leaving to get to later, but we'd never get there. So it all just feels, it feels incomplete. Yeah. You know? And I wonder if they'd made a sequel to this, though. How do they bring Riker back? How do they, br- I mean, 
you know, I see you can get Worf back because DS9 is over for a few years now. But, but part of me is almost excited that, like, okay, Riker's gone, Troy's gone, so we're going to get a new council and a new, you know, a new officer. one. And now Data's gone, too, so now we have a new science officer. So that's I mean, this could be... This okay. could be like bridging it, you know. Like we see when we got we got what uh, Shatner back for a little bit. They kind of bridged it between the two. Maybe they were waiting for another Trek series, and they were just going to use either like B four or whatever the hell his name is, or maybe even Picard to bridge the two together. Kind of give that that passing of the torch to the next crew. I mean, that could totally have been where they were going with it. I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen it. Like the good thing about having an android is like he could have been caught in a fire and melted all his skin off, and then they just reconstructed him looking like somebody completely different. And it was yeah, just, now it's a skinny day, day. character, but now it's a different actor that can portray that same character. So, Almost like a Doctor Who reincarnation kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could have been. I feel, like, I feel like this is a bridge to different Star Trek things that never happened. So like I said, it, yeah. feels, it feels incomplete. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't know. The closure's not there. That, that, yeah. And it just stinks that this is the way it kind of ends. Yeah. Now, if uh, you accept the theory that Jar Jar Abrams is the keeper of canon, um, the prequels to the Star Trek 2009 movie are set in TNG's future, and Captain Data is on the Enterprise. Yeah, doesn't Jordy doesn't Jordy build the ship that Spock yeah, Jordy, is on? Or Jordy built the jellyfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to the past. so. And that's, you know, for me, that's all non-canon, regardless of what Jar Jar says. So I don't think Abrams cares anymore because he's making that Star, that Star Wars money. He don't give a fuck about Star Trek. Yeah, he's, he, yeah he, he used Star, War, Star Trek to be his demo reel for Star Wars. He got the job. He's good. I just, I just feel, it, this, to me, this is like, this is watching a great baseball player play a year too long. Yeah, this is this is watching a boxer taking that one fight he probably shouldn't have taken, and now. So you're saying this is a uh, Manny Ramirez in, in uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers? Basically? This is this is <laughs> Willie Mays as a New York Met. This is Muhammad. Oh, yeah. This is Muhammad Ali fighting uh, fucking Larry Holmes. This is this is Mike Elvis Tyson. in the seventies. Yeah, this is Elvis. You know, this it's just it's just it's unnecessary. Like it's just like no one needs this. You know, and it's a shame because this almost tarnishes the entire run of of TNG in some aspect. Like this is the last thing that you see. The last thing you see is the Enterprise in space dock. Yeah, yeah. You know, seems so like a sad for a while. Maybe that's the crushing humanity of it all. Like, yeah. No matter how far we get into the future, no matter yeah. how much we get rid of money and war and whatever, 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 we still just end up old and kind of defeated and tired and, and, and sitting there that's the lasting that's the lasting message it's very optimistic yeah. of you everything <laughs> sucks <laughs> we're all old before is still here everything blows what oh, a cock tease that was he's dead no he's not there yeah. <laughs> he's a new android and now he's wearing a mouse suit for some reason what the fuck <laughs> It's a face. He'll go over it. <laughs> I don't get like um, he's singing that that song, uh, Stormy. What is it? Stormy weather or whatever. Like they're referencing like the first thing that, that he heard Data humming or Sing. whistling yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Wasn't it Pop Goes the Weasel? 
Yeah, that's what I said. No, the first thing that he's that Data's saying whistled in the first episode of Encounter at Far Point. We see him is Pop Go the Weasel. Yeah. Uh, they mentioned I can't remember the song he was whistling. It was Pop Goes the Weasel. Yeah. But the last thing that Data was rehearsing would have been what he rehearsed for the wedding yeah. and sang it. Th- that's why they had him sing it at the wedding. Come on, man. Like, uh, yeah. I, I It'd be cooler if he like started whistling Pop Goes the Weasel. Then yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> or something by Lady Gaga. That'd or it would have been nice. cool if he was just dead. Like, we didn't have to see him. Face. Yeah. <laughs> Bad romance. <laughs> Or him, and Picard takes off his fucking uniform and he's in like rave clothes and he starts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the how it ends. That would have been cooler than seeing the Enterprise in space dock getting repaired. So, all right, well, let's do it. Uh, Dennis, what did you think of the film? Uh, give me a rating. Give me your last rating for TNG. Uh, it's uh, for me, it's a five. <laughs> I mean, it's. It was there. It was, it happened. Yeah, yeah. I am gonna. I guess I'm gonna go with you, man, because I mean, like, it has potential to be great, but it just, God, it just sucks. But it doesn't suck. I'm just gonna say, like, I'm torn. I'm gonna give it a five because that's right in the middle. What about you, Anton? Uh, I'm gonna say five <clears throat> because it is just. It kind of brings it to a very slow simmer. It just sits there. Nothing's going to happen. It's there. And it just kind of leaves us hanging. Manny? But not in an exciting way. Yeah, I, I remember when this movie came out, I didn't even watch it in the theaters. because <laughs> no one cared. I heard that it sucked. But, <laughs> you know, like watching it now, like this is like my first time watching it. It was probably like uh, last week, actually. And... You know what, man? It had a lot of promise. That's it. the way. Yeah, like you feel confused, right? It just, it just felt really, really short, dude. Like I wish it could have been a lot better. I mean, you can't, you can't ignore the fact they had great CGI, you know. But it can only do so much without a, a really good, solid story. It's still better than Phantom Menace. What do you say, Jenny? Yeah. What do you, what do you say, Jenny? I've been kind of struggling this with this since yesterday, since I watched it. Um, I'm gonna give it a six. Because I can overlook some of the, the flaws, I think, and kind of see it as more of a nice in-between old Star Trek and Jar Jar Star Trek. Right, what about you, Ben? You're the last one. You're the expert. You're the C. You're the average Star Trek fan. <laughs> I, I give it a four. A four? Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if five is it was there, it just happened. Four is it was there, it just happened, and it kind of disappointed me, and you, you made me cry at the end. Not because oh, so many emotions, but really that that this is how you punish me. So I, I was I was very disappointed with this episode. I was I mean, like I said, I never saw it in the theater. I was tired of Star Trek, and when I finally did, like I bought the DVD, and the DVD sat in a wrapper on my shelf <laughs> like two more months after I bought it. It was like oh oh yeah, I guess I should watch that, huh? So. Like I'd watched, I think Stargate again <laughs> instead of watching this. Wait, the series? No, the 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 Emmerich movie. I mean, oh. you know, like oh, I got that DVD. I mean, but yeah, I it's it's a four because it was disappointing. It was it was too shattered. It it needed more cohesiveness. It's a good word. Shattered is a good word. Shattered. Because I feel like so much of it is just 
unnecessary and conf- and just mm-hmm. and just jumbled and just, I don't know, man. Like I don't know, well, but me, I mean, that's like what you said. Everybody seems disinterested. Like they knew, like all right, this is the last go. Who cares? It's just We're a paycheck. Paid. We go. Ca- <laughs> they were so wrong. Patrick, Patrick Stewart's like, man, I'm I'm Professor X. I don't care. <laughs> now, did they? What was it? The budget of <laughs> like sixty million, and they made sixty-seven million. Damn. Yeah, they barely cleared it, which is crazy. That sucks. Yeah. It's the lowest, and apparently, it's the lowest-rated Star Trek movie of all time. And I still think five is shittier than this. Like what? The whales? No, no. no the the oh. god, the god spaceship thing. Oh, yeah. what is God in a starship? Yeah, five yeah, is still yeah. the shittiest Star Trek movie. Oh yeah. That was yeah. Good. And four, four sucks too. I don't mind. Four is why you have TNG. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But this is. But the funny part is, four is why you have TNG to end like this. Exactly. (laughs) This is all four's fault. Was it worth it? Oh, I mean, it is. Like this is the end of the of the uh, of the. of the Star Trek that we kind of knew, yeah, you know, modernly, I guess, if that makes sense, like the, 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 what do they call it? The, the, the Braga Bergman star, whatever his name Bergman is. Bergman Braga. Yeah. This is it. This ends it. Like, yeah. well, no, cause you, you still have to back in enterprise. Yeah. But enterprise yeah. was over a year later. Like that's it. No, 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 no. This was 2002. Are you sure? Yeah. Enterprise didn't end for three more years. Okay. So you had three more years of of uh, that. nobody was then, watching at that point. So. Yeah, and then the way that they end Enterprise is to have Riker show up. So yeah, yeah, the cast of Enterprise uh, was in there. So I don't know. It's a bummer. That was the official end of all Berman Braga Star Trek. And that's the official end of TNG on yeah. Dork Trek. Well, DS9, here we come. DS9, here we come. All right, guys. So <laughs> thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week. So thanks everybody. Just picture, picture us right now in dry dock when you're. <laughs> we are docking right now. Yes, we are docking yeah. as Everything usual. Dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>